0: i will say this the longer we go the longer we go the windows of my car will continue to get steamed up and people might get the wrong impression walking by
2: or
1: the right impression
0: well yeah or the right impression depends (laughs) on your point of view
3: the day america turns its back on israel will be the day god turns his back on us
4: like kim davis demonize her vilify her mock her, ridicule her, and the American people say, no, I'm not down with that. They don't understand
5: the power of God. God will not be mocked
3: on his own land by his own people who are covenant people. What Starbucks was doing is that they were taking specimens of male semen and they were putting it in the blends of their their uh, latte. You went full retard, man. Never go full retard. Hey
6: everybody! Welcome to the Utah Outcast for the first of November, 2015. Can you fucking believe that the year is almost over already? I mean, seriously, we've got—it's <laughs> close. It's going to be Xmas time here pretty soon, or as the the atheist might know, we we don't celebrate Christmas around, We celebrate the uh, uh, the solstice. Is it the solstice? Yeah,
1: yeah, it's the solstice. We're,
6: we're doing that here pretty soon, aren't we? Yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, some of you might notice the new show intro that we just played here a second ago. Uh, please bear with us. We're currently working on making this show more royalty-free so we don't accidentally get smacked with a cease and desist in the future or have to do any, any fun tap dancing around that kind of stuff. So, so let us know what you think. We're, it's something that me and Kyle will both be working on here in the near future. Uh, so back to the business. This is the flagship podcast for Pothel Media. Welcome. Uh, which you can only find at Pothel.com. So when you get a second come to the site, give us a little love. We have lots of ways for you to reach us. Um, the email, youuppothel.com. Text or voicemail, three four seven six six nine three three seven seven, or you can find us on Twitter and Facebook at by going to Utah Outcasts, all one word. Uh, we have episodes on YouTube, since we know that not everybody can listen to the show via streaming or on their devices, and soon we'll be headed to Google Play Music All Access. So that's a cool new thing that Google's finally doing. They're deciding to step up to iTunes. Pretty neat. Uh, we have merchandise available through CafePress.com/UtahOutcast, and if you're so inclined, please consider supporting us in in Patreon, through any capacity, a dollar, five dollars, whatever. Anybody who donates at five dollars or higher gets access to the raw show files, a special members-only show that you can only listen to if you're donating to us. Uh, details are over at Patreon.com/UtahOutcast, and but don't fret, we're still going to continue to deliver the same great show to you each week on iTunes and Stitcher. And while there, please give us some feedback and a five-star rating if you like what you're hearing. It really does help our ranking and for us to find new listeners. Anyway, back to the panel for the week. I, of course, am back from vacation. This is X. Uh, and joining us as our special guest tonight. We have Alan Zog, who you guys are probably wondering why he's a special guest. Well, we're going to get to that here in a minute. And uh, coming up uh, to my immediate right here, about nine miles away to my butt cheek, is uh Kyle Steenblick, uh, watch play read movie critic and uh Atheist Extraordinaire.
1: Ooh, I'm extraordinaire.
6: Yeah, you did a great job hosting the show last <laughs> week. Good job.
1: Hey, I didn't crash it. That's that's all that yeah. counts.
6: So anyway, what makes Alan so special is that he is the he's currently the first person that we've had on the show that is an active theist. Believe it or not. Alan, do you care to to share with people what your uh current beliefs are?
0: Are you a I member am... in good standing? of the, the predominant religion here in Utah. I am a member in good standing of the uh, LDS faith Mormon. Yes. Awesome. Active. We go every week. Wow. (laughs) And Uh, sorry, just, just,
6: just shut me up there for a second. It's like,
0: man, well, and, and I, it's amazing. We can all be friends before (laughs) we get further into this. I'm kind of, I, I feel a little left out because if Kyle's nine miles to your butt cheek, where do I fit?
6: Let's see. You're in the great city of Leighton, so you could be anywhere from two blocks away from me to God. Leighton stretches out there, doesn't it? It goes way out to almost to... well, duh, it goes almost to Kaysville. Duh.
1: Well,
0: I just I just figured I just figured you'd can can you know continue anatomy here. You know, Kyle's butt cheek. So well, I've got to fit somewhere uh, else I, I, in I, between. Yeah, I think yeah,
1: I think that would make that what, what's it called the 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 prinium. <laughs> <on the> <laughs>
6: It's on my perineum. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh! Well, anyway, we'll get we'll get to it here in a minute. Alan's a uh, is actually a listener who listens pretty much every week, from what I understand, and we're really glad to have him on the show. We're gonna we're gonna talk about things here in a little bit because it's gonna be interesting to get into what he believes and why he believes and all this other fun stuff. But um, before we before, before we uh, uh, that, before we get
1: going too far, Alan, uh, tell everybody where they can where they can find you. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, um, I'm pretty much a Jedi Zog across the social media universe. You can find me Jedi Zog on Twitter, Jedi Zog on Facebook, Alan Zog on Google. Yeah. Um, tweet a lot too. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. There, there's, I, I do tweet quite a bit. I've been part of Twitter for a, a while now and then it's. It ends up being my out, honestly, and it ends ends up being my social out when I when I can't speak and can't say things. It's, it's a good place for me to go just to just to chit chat and go off about some of my passions and love. So I do. I tweet a lot. So
6: yeah, I, I use that as my extra read alter my my main persona out on the internet because I don't dare say a lot of stuff I I really want to say on Facebook.
0: <laughs> well, and that used to be that way. I've I've tried to be a I've tried to be a little better, but. It is. I mean, it, it, Twitter. Twitter came around for because of my passions, because of the Utah Jazz, because of Star Wars, because of some of the things that I love in life. I enjoy getting out there and interacting with the community of people that that uh, share the same the same passions and loves that I do. So it's just it's kind of become like I said, my social out, and it's been a good little place to do. So, but yeah, it, it it's fun. What can I say?
6: Yeah, and you'll have to forgive. I mean, he's got great sound quality where he's coming from, but he is currently doing this show from his car in the rain here since it is raining in our our neck of the woods uh and so you have to forgive the sound quality if you guys hate it don't worry about it it's not that big of a fucking deal it's a free show shut up
2: i'm writing shock anyway
6: (laughs) yeah so uh let's see before we catch up with what everybody's been doing for the week uh let's get the atheists of utah events out of the way i unfortunately missed the trunk retreat and the halloween party which i heard was a, a ghastly good time
1: Both were. Both were great. Uh, There was a huge turnout for the Halloween party, uh, which we talked about
6: a lot. Yeah, I heard about people crashing the party and Mm -hmm. and coughing up the membership anyway, which was really cool. Yeah, we
1: had a couple of people who who crashed the party and then decided to join up. Uh, And then a couple of people who crashed the party and had no idea what was going on. Uh, uh,
6: you might you guys might want to keep an eye on the Atheist of Utah Facebook page and the Atheist of Utah website. It's really not hard to find. You hit put either one of those in the Google and you'll find it. Uh, keep in mind though that the Atheist of Utah unofficial is the three thousand plus strong like a uh, uh, Facebook group where a lot of the a lot of the stuff that Kyle Felicia and I talk about a lot of the time on the show just it's fun. Fun little rigmarole that everybody else is is going through. It's 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 like seriously like a forum for the Atheists of Utah. But it is unofficial because it's not manned by anybody from the board, but it's just easier for us to keep the name that way. Uh, we have the Flying Spaghetti Monster Dinner coming up on November 24th. Uh, more details to come for that. We have a Solstice Party coming up in December, Felicia talked about. And as always, we have Coffee on Thursdays. Uh,
1: I um, think this week it's, Where are we currently doing it? Uh, location is flexible, but I think this week it's at uh, Matiza again.
6: Oh okay, and we do have the gala coming up, but that's uh, something we will talk about in the future because it's still a ways off.
0: Yeah, February. and we don't have
6: Felicia here who is who is really plugged into everything to to give us all that information. But anyway, uh, let's see. Let, uh, before I go into my however long it's going to take me to get to to talk about the cruise <laughs> that I went on, I want to hear about what you guys have been up to for the week. Alan, what have you been doing, man?
0: Oh, um... that much? That much? Huh. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no, just keeping up on uh, just life, man. Just getting ready for Star Wars. That's you my gig Halloween? right now. And and sports and, and, and yeah. How, Dude, Halloween's not my gig. I really don't care much for it. It's candy and that's me about either. it. My kids like it. I don't even dress up. I just go out with them and, and let them go around and, and do some trick-or-treating and that's about as good as it gets for me. I, If it were up to me, I'd just sit at home and chill, so. Yeah,
6: I, I put on my Vader T-shirt, and I had a cheap-ass mask that I bought from, like, a party store. The Darth Vader mask. It fogs up if you leave it on for too long, so I ended up wearing it on my head most of the night. <laughs> but but uh, it, it is really for the kids, and it really fucking pisses me off when I see, like, all sorts of shittily-dressed teenagers showing up on the front porch trying to get candy. It's like, come yes. on, guys. Really? Yes. And... I didn't understand it when I was younger when I was still trick or treating anything, but I get it now as an adult. It's like, man, this is this is meant for like kids like from like six months to nine or ten years. Like anybody older than that really should be able to get their own candy and or go to fucking parties. Don't go trick or treating. That's for little kids, man. I could just be Mr. Poopy Pants and, you know, go fucking lighten <laughs> up X. But I saw people walking around without even costumes on, like they just had like their normal clothes and they were carrying around a pillowcase and stuff. Or the, the lazy-ass teenagers walking around wearing Guy Fawkes masks.
1: Oh, Come on. Yeah, see, yeah, it, see, yeah, I love those guys.
0: And teenagers going around don't bother me much. It's when teenagers start getting into the prankster modes when they're doing that on on kids. And even on the trick-or-treat houses and messing around with pumpkins and stuff. It's like... Guys, you want to go have fun? Go with your groups. Go find a place to be safe and have fun. And seriously, just leave the kids and the families and the homes alone because it's just not yeah, we, worth Yeah, we had
6: somebody steal our pumpkins one year before Halloween even got here. We were fucking pissed.
0: Yeah, it's not. It's it's not. It's my,
6: silly. My uh, my oldest at the time was like,
7: "Who the hell even does that? Who steals pumpkins?"
6: <laughs> and she was like five at the time, so we're raising that kid right. Let me tell you. <laughs> so, what about you, Kyle? What have you been up to, man?
1: Oh, jeez. Um, well, there's there's Halloween, which, when you have kids, occupies uh, much more than just the single day.
6: Oh no, yeah, definitely.
1: Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I, I went out to the uh, the trunker tree, uh, which is a lot of fun. There was a pretty good turnout there. Uh, I gotta tell you, my my oldest was just ecstatic when we told her what it was. <laughs> um, because she actually understands now what uh what atheists are so she was thrilled to go out and be able to run around with other kids in the same boat Oh, no, that's good yeah you know, she's just happy oh other kids that don't go to church i'm not alone
6: yay hooray yeah it's... yeah my kids ask me every once in a while why don't we go to church i'm like well do you
1: want to be bored for three hours yeah mine used to ask that until they went to a church service unfortunately it was a few- fu- it was a, it was a funeral service um oh but yeah, it's not really that different so yeah they they kind of got the gist of it and they went, yeah no, why would anybody do that <laughs> Yeah,
0: well,
6: yeah, Alan. Why would anybody do that?
0: Well, I, I don't know because I like it. But I, you know, I'm serious. I'm wondering what would happen if one of your kids did decide once they were a little older to start going. What the two of you would do? I think you'd be scrambling.
6: No, I don't. Uh, I, I would hope that I. And this is this isn't coming down on you or anything, but I would hope right. that I would teach them enough critical thinking skills that they would hear a lot of this stuff, and they're like, hmm. That doesn't sound plausible. Yeah, that doesn't I'm, sound I'm right. Fu- you know? I'm
1: fully expecting. I'm fully expecting when both of mine get old enough, they're going to, they're gonna have a friend who wants to take them along, and I'm going to encourage them to go, because
6: they need the experience. They need
1: they need that experience, but you know, they can make up their own minds. Yeah, well, and well, that's and I, that's a, I, I did... when when they're eighteen, Sorry. they can make up their own minds. No, that's okay. I, I well, did
6: flip the fuck out when when the mother in law bought my daughter a Book of Mormon. I'm like, seriously, she can't even read yet. Come on.
0: <laughs> well, like I said, that in the end, that's it. Kyle. You hit it on the nose. It's like, man, my, if my kids want to make a decision one way or another, you know what? We're a parent, and we just learn. Sometimes yep. it's best to just support them. You tell them what you know. You teach them what mm-hmm. you know, and then just let them go. Let, let them experience them it you let them live their life yeah let them support them in whatever they do let them do their thing and you support them that's the way i see it
2: unless
1: they become country music fans then yeah no there are lines in the sand that you just can't cross
0: (laughs) i I will agree (laughs) and and country church is
1: fine yeah church is fine garth
0: brooks no no yes i'm with you on both on that one holy shit yeah country music happens they're not allowed They're, they're 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 leaving (laughs)
6: The uh, for people that are listening outside of Utah, and this this isn't specifically Utah-based podcast, we want to let you guys know that. Uh, but Garth Brooks was on tour here like this weekend, and for some reason, it hit like every major news organization here in Utah. Like, okay, uh, yeah, that's great. He's doing a concert. Wonderful. I I mean, I honestly can't name, but maybe one of the songs only because I got got it beat into me when I was a kid living in the South. But beyond that, it's like. (laughs) Why why is this big news? And then I remember, oh yeah, we live in Utah.
0: There's no. not much else
6: going on here, is there? Oh, except yeah. for, you know, people killing each other in West Valley and all that <laughs> other fun stuff.
0: Oh, well, and it's big news because he hasn't been here in over in almost two decades, so you know, and he's didn't he did what, four shows in two nights? I don't know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Garth fucking Brooks, man. <laughs>
6: <laughs> okay so anyway uh kyle might recall and you guys might know one be happy to hear this and I'm, I'm sad that alan has to listen to it live he doesn't get to listen to it on the show and giggle when he's listening on the podcast but uh, i went on a, a disney cruise this last week and a half and i mean i wasn't on the cruise that long but traveling to florida from utah and back again kind of eats up like three days especially when you leave on a red eye on one night and Okay, so the ordeal of getting there and back isn't really mainly what I'm going to talk about here, but um, I took down a whole bunch of notes as I was flying back about stuff that I wanted to talk about. Um, first of all, I sweated the whole fucking time I was down there. I was at sea level, and it was, miami like, leaving Miami, and I didn't realize, I, I mean, I know I'm pretty good with geography, but I didn't realize that Miami was literally the dick hole of America's wing. Like, it is the <laughs> tippy-tip of, America, of America's dick, it's really... Right there, like like what, you could just hop in the ocean and be gone, you know.
1: What what does that make the keys?
6: You know what that makes. Them.
1: <laughs> oh, you just <laughs> went there.
6: Oh man. But we traveled. We traveled from Miami to. Uh, we went around Cuba, which was kind of cool, and we arrived at a at the what the hell are they called the Grand Cayman Islands. And I don't see what was so grand about them except for like free roaming chickens and poverty, but um. We did get to go to like a uh, what was it It was a turtle ranch that we went to. It was kind of cool to see the giant sea turtles and everything, but I'd been to Cancun, so I'd have already seen that kind of thing before. Um, was it but was anyway, it, it was uh,
1: a sea turtle ranch.
6: Yeah, it was like they have like a breeding area where it's like this little beach where they can go into to, Wait,
1: did, did, uh, but they actually called it a ranch.
6: Well, it's not a ranch. It's I like was going to say, did, did
1: they have like sea cowboys?
6: They have, like, little saddles they put on them. And I don't know, man. Some of the sea turtles are almost as big as a person. They're fucking huge. Yeah, they are. I mean, you have the little tiny, teeny, tiny little baby ones, and they're kind of cute, but you see the big ones, and they come up for their, their one breath every minute or so. It's like. <laughs> and they take their breath, and they go back under. It scares the shit out of you the first time you hear it. But um, Anyway, so I was on the boat, and you want to talk about a Big fucking boat. This wasn't even the biggest of their fleet, but it was, like, 11 stories tall. Like, not including, like, engine room and everything underneath. But, um, let's see. We had some roommates that were next door to us, and I bring up the fact that they're Muslim. Not for any kind of racial reason, because, you know, being Muslim isn't a race. But, (laughs) Jesus Christ, their culture was so much different than ours, because they were loud as fuck all hours of the night. And, like, they, they, uh... They congregated like outside their rooms, like they sat outside the room, like sitting by their door, talking to each other across the halls. It's like, guys, come on. You know, you can go into their room, right? You know that you can go into somebody else's room and talk with them. (laughs) You know, that is okay. (laughs) But these ladies were wearing hijab the whole time. And uh, when we went to a the, the Disney beach that we went to, they were on the beach wearing the hijab and long sleeves and long pants the whole time and I'm a 250 pound plus fat guy sweating. Even when I'm wearing a tank top and these girl, these ladies were walking around the fucking beach wearing this stuff with like life, life jackets on and everything going into the water. And it's like, fuck your culture, man. They're making you go out that kind of shit.
1: (laughs) How do you swim in that? I mean, I, I mean, I've been in, I've been in the water fully clothed before and that, that drags you down.
6: Yeah, it must have been, like, some sort of light fabric or something like that. Oh, man. But uh, let's see. I ch- ate some of the most spectacular food in my life. I mean, uh, I've never been on a cruise before, so I have nothing to gauge it against. But uh, the the food on this trip was just five-star. Like, everything that I ate was spectacular and amazing. Like, I tried escargot for the first time, which was fantastic. People might think, ew, snails. But no, it, you can't taste anything but butter and garlic anyway. Mm-hmm. It's like an oyster. Uh, let's see. Um, I like structure and schedules way too much to ever take time off, I realized on this trip. I I like the rigmarole of having nine hour work days and you know, get done with that and do stuff on the show and have this day to do this, this day to do that, and time off I found myself going, Okay, now what?
2: <laughs> now what?
6: <laughs> now what? And so, um I mean, if you like Disney, this is the thing to go on, but I I felt like it was way too much Disney. Um I'd never have quite realized that a lot of Disney fans are damn near cultish. Oh, uh, yeah. Love me. I mean, there was a lady that was dressed up as like the um, I don't know if you guys have ever watched the 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 Disney fairies, but there was the they had a pirate fairy one. This lady was dressed like her the whole trip. And she has like and I saw her at the beach and she was wearing like an aerial swimsuit and had like all these Disney tattoos. And I'm like, fuck, man, that's dedication. <laughs> Go, 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 you. I mean, I'm glad you really enjoy it and everything. I mean, as I'm as they're buying up all my favorite stuff, I'm becoming more of a Disney person like yeah, Star Wars. So, so are anything. you are
1: you saying she really, really loved the D? She really loved the D. Oh, uh,
6: sure. I they had a they had a full theater, like a live theater that you can go watch shows on. And they had an also like a, a full like movie theater on the ship that you can go watch movies on. So I watched Ant-Man twice on this trip.
1: Oh, that's so that brings, right there.
0: Yeah. That, that brings that, it up to, yeah. Win, win right there.
6: That's four times that I've seen this movie. So I've seen this movie more than any other movie in the theaters ever. So it's currently my, my leaderboard movie. So,
0: and it probably and hasn't gotten any worse each time either. Has it?
6: No, it's, it's, I've laughed at more stuff. In fact, and I was really happy to watch it the last time I saw it with uh, my kids as well. I was watching it with uh Spanish subtitles. Because, I mean, they might, that might sound kind of weird, but when I was watching the after after credit scene, sorry, spoilers for you people that aren't up on the know, but they had this spoiler for uh, Civil War. And when, um what is it, Buck, uh, not Bucky, what, Bucky's caught in the vice, but he's, it's Falcon talking to Cap, yes. talking about the Accords won't let us do this kind of thing. You think Accords and you're like, oh, well, they must have something worked out with Tony or something like that. No, Accords was a proper noun. Mm-hmm. It was capitalized. So that had me going hmm but anyway (laughs) let's see continuing on uh people in utah are way too fucking sheltered you guys don't honestly have any idea what the the big world is like unless you've been into it and i only stepped into it for a week but uh i went to a grown-up liquor store and it was like me being a kid in a candy store things were just generally cheap all around and there was a Section of beer that was about the size of like six Walmart aisles of beer, different beers. Yeah, those are marat- ones, those are six six just packs, packs. Yeah, those just, are
1: those are awesome.
6: Um, I ate too much every day. <laughs> Literally, ice cream was becoming a condiment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm learning more and more from this story you're telling. You don't get out much, do you?
6: I besides working and keeping my head down and everything, I, this is like the first vacation I've taken in. <laughs> Oh, 10 years.
0: Dude, like,
6: besides getting married and everything like that. Yeah. I mean, it would have been great if I didn't have to take the kids with me. But no. <laughs> uh, let's see. Drinking on the boat was completely retarded. Yes, I said retarded. Get over it. Um, No less than like six bucks a drink. Which, I mean. Oh, so it's like you you're have... home again. It, it's like you're at a bar, really, but it's actually like more open bore than anything. <laughs> So I had a whole bunch of uh, Jameson and beer shots. I mean, it was great that I could get a, a beer and a shot at the same time. That was nice.
1: <laughs> and not have uh, watch you see. to make sure you drink it before they give yeah. you a
6: beer. Uh, let's see. I ate too much. Oh, I already said that one. Um, I'm addicted to the internet because when I got on the boat, <laughs> internet went away. Oh, you could pay for internet if you wanted to, if you want to pay 25 cents a megabyte.
4: Oh,
3: holy shit. crap.
6: Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, Or you could buy like a structured plan, like twenty bucks for like half a gig or something like that. And I'm like, "Mm, no, that's okay. I'll go without. So when I finally got my phone back on, when I hit land in Miami again, I like it took my phone quite a while to pick up on like the like 180 emails and like 60 Facebook notifications and everything. And I I just realized how unplugged I was until I turned it back on. Um, it was kind of nice to get to see all sorts of people of all nations, creeds, and uh, like races get together and celebrate their inner child on the boat, which was kind of neat. Like Everybody was all getting all together just to celebrate this dumb little uh, company that creates cartoons and movies and everything and just really enjoying it. It was kind of <laughs> cool. Let's see. Um, I had a good time when I was at the game, Grand Game, and I forgot to talk about this guy. Uh, there was a dude driving our minibus. He was uh, wearing a Captain America t-shirt. And of course I'm gonna be like, well, I need I need to talk with this guy about this. Like, is he wearing this just because it's a a thing that's finally migrated down here or whatever? So I said if he's read the comics or watched the movies, and he said, Yeah. And I asked if he was from there. I'm like, so have you lived here your whole life? And he's like, No, I'm from Jamaica. And I'm not gonna dare to try to do the Jamaican accent because I'll sound like Hermes (laughs) from (laughs) (laughs) What's But he was a real nice guy. um, and he said that he's currently waiting for his visa to come through so he can come live in America. And I'm like, oh, cool. Well, there's don't let anybody tell you. Otherwise, there's a shitload of jobs in America. You just have to be willing to work. He's like, oh, I know. (laughs) But uh, his 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 visa that when it comes through, he's going to be going to New York. So that's going from like this really humble town in Grand Cayman to going to the busiest damn city in the world. And it's like, yeah, that's going to be culture shock, man.
0: (laughs) Welcome to America.
6: (laughs) Yeah. So, I'm like, this is a great guy, but I'm like, man, best of luck to you. I'm going to go back to quiet Utah where nothing much <laughs> is going on. Uh, it was interesting to think to myself, like, uh, at, at a couple of times, like, when I was at the turtle farm that I was talking about, uh, they had a tourist, like, swimming area. It was like a, just a giant, you know, regular chlorine pool with a slide for kids to go on and, you know, swimming for everybody else. And I have to keep reminding myself, I'm in a foreign country at a pool. Why am I? Why am I doing this? Why can't I? Do, I can do this at home, can I? Uh, it's just, I just had to really think about it. Let's see more food stuff. Food stuff. Lots of food. I mean, <laughs> I had, I had a great beef Wellington. There was a black truffle pasta first with like soft Italian cheese and the champagne sauce. Jesus, man, the food was so good. Uh, my kids cried every night because they're so used to schedule. Like when we let them stay up later, they don't know how to process it and. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and my final thing that I was going to talk about here is that um, going on a Disney cruise makes me, re- and going on traveling between all these places in America makes me kind of go, you know, fuck capitalism. I'm, it really turns you off pretty bad, uh, <laughs> because not not only do they do, um, compulsive gratuities, like you don't like have to like hand each person that brings you something like money. Because they figure it into your bill as you're on the ship, like, and you have to pay, like, $60 a person for tips for, like, your wait staff and everything. And it really is worth it because they treat you really nice. Uh, But, like, anytime I bought some alcohol or anything like that, you had to pay extra gratuity on top of it. It was, like, an, an already included 15% for whatever you bought for drinks or, like, additional, like, food item kind of things. I mean, food was all-inclusive, but certain foods cost more. But, um... But let's see, we went to the airport systems are fucking broken. I'm tired of that way of doing things because it's just a whole bunch of hurry up and wait and they charge you out the ass for everything that you might need past the security checkpoint. Um let's see. I don't, I don't know, it's just it's just really crazy and I'm I'm tired of like we went when we went to the, the beach to go swimming, this was on the the Bahamas Island and now you, everybody's listening here. Right I know, Oh, fuck you, I wish i go on vacation. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I really do. But, like, to rent snorkel gear to go snorkeling was, like, $35. And it's like, man, I could have bought a, a really good set and brought them with me for that kind of money. But the fact that I didn't now means you're going to charge me out the ass for it. So I didn't go snorkeling. But I don't know. It's just the, the, way, the way supply and demand works a lot of the times it just fucking aggravates me. Because they just... They they want to screw you over as much as they possibly can
1: before you actually well, scream on them. Well, the, the whole concept of supply and demand only works if you don't control the supply. Yeah. Well, yeah most of these guys control the supply, too, so... It just really, really yep. turned... It just it was like... Ugh.
6: I'm like, this is how we're choosing to do things in America? I mean, it's like, yeah, you know what? If you If you can... Come up with a better price point for doing things where everybody goes, oh, well, that's cool. Instead of just bending somebody over a barrel and going, I'm going to fuck you hard, you know.
0: (laughs) Well, and then you work into that, that nasty thing called inflation and it sucks even worse. So, you know, whatever.
6: (sighs) Yeah, maybe I just wasn't ready to to be that guy on vacation because, I mean, I I'm I'm fairly frugal when it comes to a lot of things. I'll I'll, I'll throw money at T-shirts. I'll throw money at, you know drinks here and here and here and there and i'll buy uh things on the internet every once in a while but like when it comes to like going on a trip somewhere it's like i had family members that were paying like they got their bill at the end of the trip and they had spent like six hundred dollars on drinks and i spent maybe like 120 at the most and i felt like i did enough but like when i look at their bill and i'm like god man like 500 bucks i could have bought you like this that and the other thing and i i always think in those terms instead of you know just relax and have a good time kind of terms. I don't know. I know I, I, I'm I catch my, my future money versus what my current money is. And it just, it, it messes me up.
0: I'm the same way. I go vacationing a lot and you know, I go to Disneyland and I come outside of Disneyland and go eat at a restaurant across the street and suddenly yeah, realizing so I, I, I'm I, paying 20% more than I do in Utah. I'm like, what the hell are you guys doing to me here?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's just, if you go to Disneyland, the trick is to eat salads.
0: Yes, but Salads. even a salad that's normally five and... bucks here in Utah is like ten bucks there. So whatever. Yeah, but well, it's
1: I, pretty uh, big, and it'll do you. One, uh, one
0: big
6: plus from the the trip that I had was a a night spent before we even got on the boat because we arrived in Miami early. Uh, I had a talk with somebody in the family. I'm not going to say who it was because they might be listening. Who not? Who uh is no longer uh in the church? Who has come out and is essentially an atheist. So that was kind of interesting. Exactly, George Jetson. <laughs> but yeah, it was kind of cool to sit there and talk with this person for a, a good couple of hours about the, the you know, why I am this way and why he is coming around to this way. Oh, wait, I said a, a pronoun. My bad. Anyway. <laughs> Not enough people listen to this. You guys don't give a shit. Anyway, it's kind of cool to have that little bit come out. But I mean, it was a. Generally stressful trip. I mean, it, it when it's a trip is so stressful that you come home from it wondering if you're going to be married again, if you're still going to be <sighs> with the person you're with, especially because you just got done <laughs> dragging three children around the Caribbean.
1: That's not standard, right?
6: That is standard. I think. okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad to hear, Kyle. That's not. I'm not the only one. Alan, do you ever run into marital strife when you go on vacation?
0: I can, you, what you is can't the, what, you what can't is that enough. what is this thing you're talking about? I don't know what you're talking about, just in case wife is listening. No.
2: <laughs> no your
0: it, show, she doesn't listen to this. <laughs> no, you know, it's Abby, a,
7: How dare you talk to those evil people?
0: Oh boy. <laughs> I don't know your wife. I'm just them. <laughs> No, it's you know what? It it's I don't know what it is about vacation because it's supposed to be that time you and the family get to enjoy, but there's always going to be that strife. (laughs) There's always going to be those moments, and it's usually money related. Am I right?
6: For for me, it wasn't money. It was just uh, for the most part, it was like anger directed towards stuff that I had no control over. Ah, you know, like kids are upset, and I'm trying to dis i'm still trying. the the biggest problems that come for me is that the um ways of parenting like i'm I'm very strict, and I'm not like an asshole dad where I'm like, no, you can't do this, no no, 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 you know, just like I like what things done in a certain way, and I like my kids to listen, and they don't so <laughs> <laughs> welcome to being a parent, yay, yeah, <laughs> seriously, anybody listening right now that's in their twenties is thinking about having a kid. Don't <laughs> wait till you're in, you're in your thirties, or at least enjoy the time that you have with your wife at the time. Because once you have that child, you slip down the totem pole.
0: <laughs> oh, oh yes, you do. Oh, I yes.
6: something I need to to give you guys as a public safety announcement. You know, when it's you and your wife and you're all together, you know, you guys are you're the top level of importance to that person. Once children come into the picture. You slide down. People might try to say, "Oh, but no, you're you're as important." No, you're really not. No. no, no,
0: no. And when you go and try and give your wife a kiss or a hug, and you find that she's carrying baggage, and it's not, it's not, it, it's baggage as in kids hanging from side to side from her while she's trying mm-hmm. to kiss you. Yeah, welcome to the world of parenting. Because yes, as a father, you are second rate now. Period. Yep. And- <laughs> Your your
6: life becomes making that significant other's life as, as less hectic as it could possibly be, which it doesn't ever change. Probably not even until you're... You, you probably have a good couple of years between adulthood and grandkids, but then the grandkids happen. And then... <laughs> yeah, but the grandkids,
0: you can spoil them and send them back home, and it doesn't matter. Yeah,
6: that's what I can't wait to happen, because that shit's happened to me. <laughs> uh, you know what? Pa- parenting and grandparenting is a giant game of... You fucked me. Now I fuck you.
1: <laughs> uh, I can't. I can't help but feel just a little bit lucky every t- time I hear any time I hear that kind of thing, because I yeah. the way the way things worked out with with me and my wife, we didn't really have very long before we had kids.
6: Oh, so see, neither did we. We were married. I mean, we'd yeah, been together. Yeah, before. we
1: we didn't have we didn't have very long. So it was just. We just went right into that. Apparently,
6: my goodness, Kyle, <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> I'm not saying. It,
1: I'm not saying anything other than it might. It might. I it trapped might, you. It might wind up being a little awkward when our daughter actually looks at her birth date and her wedding date and does the math.
0: <laughs> well, you know, I'm in the same boat and as you, Kyle, because we went right up in, soon. We went right into it too. So my oldest is. But we I, I think we've done the same thing with her, and actually looked at dates for that very reason. So yes, it's—it's it's, yeah, it's happened. Oh, it
6: sounds like <laughs> the same thing for my, my older brother. Yeah. Yeah. I and, got I'm, it. and I got and, it.
1: And, yeah, <laughs> and I don't, I don't, don't even—I don't even mean to make that sound like it might even slightly be a bad thing because it, yeah, it so it's sure as hell. No, sure as is not a bad thing. Um, because we've right. been we've been married about coming up on ten years, uh, in exactly a month, give or take a day or two. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be, we'll, we've been married about 10 years. So that's, it's not really a bad thing. No. So, so, you know, my, if, you my, kids, my... if you have a choice kids, when you find somebody you like dating, you go ahead and just start having kids right then. <laughs> cause it's going to work out more. <laughs> well, cause, cause then you're not going to know what it's like to just not have kids and, and you won't or, miss it.
6: <laughs> or
0: just, don't have kids <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> your whole time together just, just this, don't <laughs> this goes back to the beginning statement chris said yeah everybody ma'am you just just get used to the fact that when you have kids you're either second rate or, or just don't have kids there you go yeah you have two
1: choices really, it's, yeah well, and choices. i had one thinking. or the other either start right away
6: or as i listened to uh as i listened to the republican debate that happened this week they were talking a lot about um family being the focus of everything. And we're going to definitely get into that here more in a minute. Uh, But they were talking about how they're talking about increasing the child tax credit and everything. And I have single friends that I listen to other podcasts that are on. And Mr. Ryan Duffy is that was on here one time. He's like, Oh, well, as a single guy. I get fucked. You know, my macaroni and cheese is expensive. And it's like, not as expensive as supplying it for three other kids.
0: Yep. Yeah. (laughs) I welcome who that child tax credit. People, yes, please bring you know, it on. <laughs> you, people, single people out there,
6: people without kids might might be harping at us or yelling at whatever device they have right now. Oh, fuck you guys <laughs> and your kids! You know? But at the same time, it's like, yeah, it costs a shitload of money throughout the year to, for me to have that kid, and uh, I'm going to take every credit that I fucking can.
1: <laughs> yeah, you, you know, remember when you remember when you didn't have kids and you heard people who did. Talk about how expensive kids were. Yeah.
6: yeah. It's it's underrated.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Everybody who talks about how expensive kids are, they're seriously downplaying it because they don't want ma- oh, to yes. feel too bad.
6: As the guy that had to schlep home for like <laughs> 2000, maybe 3000 miles, like uh, additional Disney baubles and shit that kids wanted to buy while we were there. This shit's expensive, man. Like, you know, a bucket of popcorn, four bucks. Mm hmm. Oh, but you can get into the commemorative zero the dog, uh, like trick or treating box, you know, for seventeen eighty. Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh.
1: Try, try, try <laughs> explaining to the seventeen year old that it's the same thing in a different bucket. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Oh, and that's by the important. way, that doesn't that doesn't count the cost of fixing everything that's broken either. Yeah.
1: Or well, the, no, and or, I, or, or I the, the emotional damage. Don't don't forget yeah, the emotional that too. damage. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I just had to drag. Drag these giant
6: heaps of plastic all the way home and it's like when we were having pirates on the caribbean not pirates of the caribbean but pirates in the caribbean when we were having dinner that night they had these stupid and kyle might remember from when i went to rainforest cafe and i came home with my party mug Mm -hmm. where it had all the led lights at the bottom of it and i'm like my party glass you know and i thought it was was so exciting and everything (laughs) yeah i had to buy three individual ones of those and they were like nine dollars just for the glass the drink is extra yeah (laughs) disney has it down to a fucking science how to take as much money from you as they possibly can don't get it twisted and for some stuff i don't mind but when it comes to throw away cheap pieces of plastic i get so fucking agitated
0: (laughs) and now and now they own star wars they're gonna be taking more of my money
6: Oh, uh, man, I have <laughs> bought 70 or $80 worth of t-shirts already. Now, they're nice, and I love it, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't think I had but maybe like two Star Wars shirts in my whole collection for years, you know? <laughs> but now I've got like 12 or 13 of them, so it's great. I love having a job where I can dress casually. <laughs> I'm lucky. <laughs>
0: Amen.
6: <laughs> so we do have news to get to, and unfortunately, we'll probably have to wait until the third segment to get to it because we have to take a break here real quick uh, we will be back with our our favorite segment of the week which is the the fun with real audio we're going to come up with a different title for it because that makes me just think of old saturday night live episodes where they had the um ambiguously gay duo and all that other fun stuff so anyway we'll catch you guys here in a second with a with the next segment uh, but until then enjoy this quick little break
4: Are you tired of hearing the same old depressing news? Exhausted with the state of the world and seeing no hope for its future? Then why not escape reality with the Atheist Apocalypse podcast? Come meet the people in the mysterious events of the Tri-Counties, where the despair is hilarious and the baseless hopelessness is scarce. A fictional comedy audio story, unlike anything in the podcasting realm, Atheist Apocalypse will take you away from your daily woes while informing you about the secret plot to take over the planet. Stupid! Don't tell the listeners of the show that. I'm not ready. I'm sorry, I thought you should know. No.
2: You're an idiot. They need to listen to Atheist
4: Apocalypse first. Otherwise, they'll be unprepared for the news. If your podcast lineup needs some comedy, or even if it doesn't, add Atheist Apocalypse Podcast to your queue. To enjoy our bi-weekly adventures with the wacky cast and crew, you can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, and YouTube, or find all the information you need at atheistapocalypse.com.
6: Okay, and we're back, uh, and this is our fun with real audio segment. Like I said, we we're working on a name for that. If you have a suggestion, please send it to us, uo at pothill dot com, three uh, four seven six six nine three three seven seven. Lots of ways for you to get in touch with us. Uh, we are going to jump into. Oh man, we've got so many segments to talk about here, especially concerning the the what is it American family? What is it? Family the heritage? World,
1: World Congress? World
6: of fam- Congress of Families being in Utah this last week. But before we get to them, and we're not gonna do Cockbiter of the Week because I don't know, it seems forced. But uh <laughs> we're gonna talk we're gonna listen to a clip from one of my least favorite people in this world, and I hate giving the guy airtime, but he just says some of the most heinous shit. And it's gonna come into play in the third act of the show here, so here, hang on one second.
3: Guys, so Josh Chris here. Look, I'm gonna tell you why Chris
6: Whoops sorry, that's a bit loud. Let me turn that down a little bit.
3: should not only be (laughs) mad at hell, but be mad at hell. Do you guys realize that this week, in fact, just today, that Coach Kennedy was kicked off of his high school football team? Why? Because he prayed after the game. Seriously, guys, this is absolutely ridiculous. You can see that the beginning of the culture and the tide is turning against Christianity in this country, and I've been telling you all along, it's the beginning of what I call the Christian Holocaust
5: christian
6: holocaust because this coach got in trouble and the, like i said act three we'll get some more in detail but for the fact that the guy's using a publicly sponsored field and group and team you know with public money mm-hmm. not with personal money to hold everybody hostage with prayers at the 50 yard
1: line yeah not, not to mention the fact that he was told by his by the school by started, the district
6: to stop yeah
1: please don't do this because it is uh, you're acting in official capacity, and you're compelling students to participate where they may not feel comfortable doing so.
6: So, I mean, Josh Furstein here uh, didn't go didn't go full Godwin, but oh, he did invoke almost. the Holocaust. I, I, I
1: think did. I think invoking the Holocaust is is, is, is that's is close Godwin, enough. Right? Yeah, that's that's Godwin. That's he <laughs> went he went he went full Godwin, might as well. <laughs>
6: So at this point, he's, Mr. Vertical Video still doesn't fucking know how to turn his phone to the side. <laughs> and you guys can't see it because you're just listening to audio here. But uh, the guy, for need I remind you people, he put out a fundraiser, like a, a Kickstarter, not a Kickstarter, whatever, you, like GoFundMe or whatever the hell you call it, whatever the Christian equivalent of that is, for him to be able to buy a Red One camera. Now, I'm going to give you guys a second here to go out and Google that on your own. But a Red One camera is really fucking expensive.
1: Really, really expensive.
6: And um, completely unnecessary for doing YouTube's. Well,
1: no, Facebook he videos. wouldn't know what to do with it if he had it.
6: No, this is the kind of camera where it replaces Hollywood film cameras, like the old Panavision cameras and stuff like
1: that. It, it would be like giving this guy a library card, he wouldn't know what to do with it. <laughs> So anyway, Christian Holocaust.
6: You
3: better get ready for persecution because now it's just blatant. You know, I think I've got a problem. I've got a problem not only with Bremerton High School, which I'm going to encourage you to call and ring their phones off the hook until they bring Coach Kennedy back, but i got a problem when it seems like even the LGBT community has more courage than Christians do. You know, one of ours is being attacked, and it's time that we stand up and we speak out. It's time that we get the word out. It's time that we make some noise. It's time that we be loud and proud.
6: Fuck, he's hard to interrupt. Jeez, man. (laughs) Like, he does not take a breath. I swear. Like, he must be running off of, like, a secondary air system or something. Like, uh, like uh, Immortan Joe or something like that. I don't know what the hell this guy's got (laughs) going on. That's all I'm going to get from him. But he's talked about how we have one of our own. Bitch, please. You can't even, like, you're probably whatever form of Christianity you have is not the same as his. So don't even try to pretend that you're on the same team. Like, if it wasn't for the fact that, you know, you guys have a common belief in the one giant belief that you have there, you're not on the same page about everything. You guys have, you guys have so many sects of Christianity, it's not even fucking funny. It It, it is laughable to me that the he thinks that everybody's on the same page. Right. Now, to parse that along with the LGBT community. Yes, there are different communities within the LGBT. I mean, that's why there's four letters there. I mean, it's not even just LGBT, there's the QQA, what is it, the lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer questioning, and asexual, and um, among other ones, Mm -hmm. it's a rainbow people. But the fact that they can band together and do this kind of thing speaks volumes higher than your guys' Christianity. If you guys were all literally on the same page with the numbers of people that you have in this country, I don't understand how you guys haven't gotten things done. They're getting things done more than our atheist crowd, which uh, Nick Fish. I, I will have to put this up on the, the the feed when I get a chance to. And you guys talked about it last episode, but mm-hmm. get out there and fucking vote. Because if we had the atheist vote in the levels uh, that the evangelical Christians did, we'd be having a lot more purple in this country.
1: Uh, everything would be, anyway, everything would look much different. Yeah.
6: Yeah. So that's all I'm going to give time for josh Fier- josh Fierstein, but well, that's more time than he it. deserves yeah and he's probably going to be like oh i love you god bless and blah blah blah, blah. it's like yeah shut up you you hadn't you made a video of showing your kid like shooting a target and like acting like oh man this guy's just reprehensible across the board <laughs> wow. and i don't know if you ever caught the the video of him being on the doctor's he was on like daytime television because he was going up against the father that was elated that his kid picked out a little or Mer- his boy picked out a little mermaid toy. Yeah. Like he went on there talking about how, well, you know, gender roles, this and that. And it's my job as a parent, blah, blah, blah. And the, the dude that let his kid buy whatever toy he won, he's like, no, that's no, you're wrong. Like you need to just let your kid make his own decisions. And he's like, no, it's his dad. It's my job to make all the decisions. It's like, and like all the doctors on the stage, especially ones that are, concerned with mental health and kids well-being and Mm everything's like no actually you're completely wrong here buddy so (laughs) it was great to see him make a fool of himself on national television because he does it on the internet all the fucking time so
1: yeah yeah the Uh, the only difference is no one can respond to him while he's recording his videos in his car no
6: (laughs) with his vertical video yeah
1: why does he do all his videos in his car
6: (laughs) see i wonder (laughs) alan Mm-hmm. mr recording wow
0: i i've thought of doing
6: videos <laughs> in the car too
0: but did you just bring me into this with the whole car and the vi- it just I, wow well,
6: i didn't directly compare you to josh
0: <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say please don't compare me to him because i'm sitting here <laughs> listening to the to the clip you're playing and listening to everything and i'm have just shaking my head before? going wow
6: have you have you never heard him before
0: on your podcast, when you've played him before, okay. I have heard of yeah, him.
6: Otherwise, he's, he's, no. He's a bit of a, uh, an anti superstar in the atheist world because we we love. He's one of those people that you just love to hate.
1: No, no, uh, I, I I I hate to hate the the. Fred, I hate the fact, the fact that Durst I hear Kevin James.
0: <laughs> like I, like you said a minute ago, you're surprised you give him any airtime, and. And based on based on the the, the sound of his voice, plus everything you say afterwards, I am surprised you give him airtime, to be honest. But, you know,
6: I make sure that whenever I click any of his videos, I do a do not follow like website thing to get there. So (laughs) (laughs) he doesn't get credit for it.
1: Switch to incognito and do not follow and go. Yep
6: nice now, since we're talking um godwin here and this is this is uh, kyle and uh, alan don't know because i stuck these clips in here at the last minute but um we i have one where uh we have uh someone comparing uh America is copying Nazi Germany. So we have
5: Godwin continued here. So let's go. Watching now an administration and there've been administrations before this administration, but we're watching kind of the exclamation point on the end of the sentence. I say this, we're watching this fundamental, the foundational fundamental uh, uh, agenda here is to take the guns, to control the guns down to a point that then the population can be brought into whatever submission somebody wants it brought into. You know,
6: Okay, if the military really wanted to corral this country, they could do it relatively fucking easy because they have much bigger bigger weapons than guns. They have more than just guns, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, the uh, the the yeah. Sorry, the handgun you have in your night dresser is not going to do any good.
6: You I mean <laughs> Yeah, it'll be a real pain in the ass, and it won't be very fun for either party involved. But, I mean, at the same time, you're not going to have a large block of the citizenry being taken over by a military that is made up of the fucking citizenry. <laughs> if these people think more than two two sentences past whatever they're saying, and we have a president that even after the murder of little kids in a school, nothing fucking happened. The dude has the power to sign executive orders to go well beyond what he, everybody thinks that he should be doing as a constitutional president, whatever they want to fucking call it on the right. But even after the murder of a whole bunch of little kids in the school, mm-hmm. nothing happened. He's coming for your guns. No, no, he fucking isn't. No, he really's not. God, ah, I just hate I hate the right sometimes so fucking hard. I hate him.
5: <sighs> what else does he have to say? Point out in my book the historical background to this. Every nation that has eventually and finally either enslaved its people or uh, Nazi Germany it just eliminated and exterminated whole sections of the undesirable population. They began. Watch this. Not they didn't begin with, with the Catholic Church. <laughs>
6: And I know he's probably going to go into the whole, you know, Mm -hmm. well, you had you had Soviet Union where they took away people's guns and all of a sudden Stalin murders all these people. And, you know, in China, this and that and the other thing. And I want to go, well, what about Canada? What about Australia?
1: What about Japan? You know, what they fail to mention is in all of these countries, they didn't start with their citizens having all those guns in the first place. So none of them had uh none of them had constitutions which allowed
2: an and armed this tribunal. may be a
6: bit this may be a bit unsavory to some people listening locally here, but the story that you have recently of the father that shot the dude that was like banging on the door and he after he'd been shot by the guy that was banging on the door, you guys probably know what I'm talking about, but mm-hmm. that Seemed to me a whole bunch, like the whole Trayvon Martin thing and like the whatever the hell his name, George Zimmerman mm-hmm. kind of thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
6: He banged on your door. Yeah, probably tried to break in. Yeah. Did you call the cops? Yeah. But what else did he do? He went after him. Don't fucking go after people like that. You're you're not Axel Foley. You're not a cop. You're not somebody that's going to, to bust the bad guy. You know? Mm hmm. You, you don't know what the dude could have been carrying or what he might have been on, what he was doing. It's like, I get the fact that you think you're protecting your family and your everything, your possessions and everything. But you know what? They can have anything in my fucking house they want as long as I, I don't die. And to some religious people out there, yeah, you know, you might have something going on after this. I don't fucking know. But at, at the same time, I know as an atheist, this is pretty much all I got. Mm-hmm. and if someone's gonna cut my life short i'd rather it for be some for something more more worthy than some fucking meth head or heroin dude that did tattoos and had neck neck and face tattoos and shitty
1: wrapping and all that i don't know mm-hmm. no yeah you you can you can have you can <laughs> have fucking anything and you can have anything in my house um except maybe my hard drives You you can't <laughs> you can't have those
6: yeah, because I need to erase those before you get to them. There's there's stuff I like, need to do my history. Hang,
1: hang on. Let me let me burn that. Let me burn some things to a disc, and then you can have them.
6: I just need to. I need to set up like that whole dead man switch that you hear in like sci fi stuff, where like as soon as my heart stops, like my browser history is dec- <laughs> like cleared, deleted.
0: But seriously, isn't it always the police that are that are quoted publicly as saying, "Look, don't engage, don't follow, don't go after." Why shouldn't mm-hmm. that apply in our own homes and everything else as much as it does out in public?
6: When, I mean, and it when it's
0: threatened, th- just just give let them let them do their thing and leave, and usually you're going to go unscathed.
1: Yeah. Well, and how how and, frequent? Most of the time, and they don't even a lot of people don't even talk about this, but most most break-ins don't happen when you're home.
2: Exactly. No, if because... somebody
1: if somebody's trying to break in while you're home, most of the time they are inebriated in some capacity and they don't realize you're not home uh so many times somebody's just trying to get into a house and they're very very drunk and they don't realize that it's not their house
6: yeah that happened with who um not red Skelton, but uh uh, the hell is his name from men in black uh shit what's his name uh, uh, can't remember his name Tommy Lee not Tommy Lee Jones but the, the guy that was in charge of them Zed uh, oh yeah 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 Um,
1: his name yeah but <laughs> yeah, oh my
0: killing me. Anyway,
6: yeah I know right been on lots of other things he was on the Larry Sanders show for so many years and I uh, can't remember he's his got name an, he's but got an anyway.
0: oddball name it's killing me but
6: yeah, yeah. It, it's like Red Skelton Buttons or some shit like that I don't know what his name is but anyway he, he like drunkenly like broke into a house because it was near his you know
2: Mm-hmm.
1: yep
6: and it would have been a tragedy if the guy was shot for doing so. Yeah. I hey, don't know. If I'd... if
1: you're drunk enough, all front doors look the same.
6: Yeah, really. <laughs> have you ever seen the, uh, <laughs> what is it, the the drunk-proof lock for, like, or no, what is it? It's It's the lock that's on your front door for helping you, like, unlock your door if you're drunk, where it's, like, a giant slot to, like, help you slide your key in. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's
5: pretty funny. So anyway, we're going to keep on going with this guy. They began with a marginalization of that 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 uh, population, lampooning, lambasting, making fun of. Of course, back then they didn't have Hollywood and media and movies and video games and television shows and cable TV and programming and and.
6: I have never once played a video game that made fun of Christians.
5: I'm going to be on the lookout for it, but I have never found one. <laughs> Education. Public education, thing, government education. Let's call it that. Government. Re- Seriously. I <laughs> know. Thank you, Richard. <laughs> God. Re-education <laughs> camps. Go. Uh, they didn't have all of that, but, but 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 they did begin to institute those institute those things. And so I use Nazi Germany as one example because that still –
6: that's Fuck the off. absolute last fucking example that you need to go to. Shit. That is the last one that you should ever go to in any kind of conversation or argument.
1: Yeah, no, you, you don't do that. No, it's... Well, you don't do that one because if you're bringing it up, you don't understand what happened. And it wasn't just a matter of I'm going to disarm the public there.
2: No, there <laughs> was, a lot, was
1: there's a lot.
6: lot more to Nazi Germany than people fucking realize. Like it involved a... Whole other fucking world war that happened before the Second World War even like started ramping up to whatever it became. There was a whole bunch to that. You had the whole Weimar Republic, the the people being bankrupt and like literally buckets of money not being able to buy a loaf of bread kind of thing. You need to look into the history of Germany, people. It's it's really fucking fascinating. But anyway,
5: let's see. Fresh in our historical minds, but there are many other examples, and I document them in my book. So watch this is what christians in america are concerned about michael most christians in america would not define themselves as being heavily persecuted every day not when we consider what's happening in the middle east china north korea sudan but
6: wait what's going on in china i thought they were pretty much like hunky dory over there yeah they pretty much are
1: i mean they got they finally got this, rid of their
6: one child policy i saw that but
1: they they have some issues but i mean
6: i mean every country's got fucking issues man Look look at us. We're we got some of the richest motherfuckers in the world, but we have also got giant poverty swaths across this whole country. I don't understand. And to, if you guys really want to go buy his book, his name his name is Carl Gallups and his book is called author he's the uh author of Be Thou Prepared, which I don't even think is proper. It's not even proper like old like it's it's high Egyptian. That's not even right grammar. I mean, yeah, that's that's reformed <laughs> Egyptian right there. <laughs>
5: What we're watching is this downward degradation of our culture that's aimed at Christianity, taking away the First Amendment rights of all citizens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry,
6: but your right to a First Amendment has not been messed up at all.
1: In any way, shape or form.
6: You're Sorry. you're you just can't do it in a government governmental capacity. That's all it is. That's where we have enough people that are finally going. Nope, you need to stop doing that. Nope, you can't do that anymore. Stop. My money helps pay your fucking paycheck. Stop doing this. And it's a wonder why they keep losing every fucking like court case that they go to.
1: Yeah, that's amazing, amazing isn't it?
6: Yeah. So I'm gonna shut this guy up, Carl Gallup's. You need to fuck off. <laughs> Uh, I have a special clip that you're only going to be hearing as a Patreon donor, so donate at that $5 amount. Uh, but we're going to move on to the World Congress-, Congress of Families.
1: Oh, can we? Can we?
6: And, oh, the first one that we have here is, is Alan Carlson, who is bringing up the fact that Obama is hostile to Russia because it's a pro-family voice in the world. If you ever wonder why i'll never stay in the grand america or little america it's because they host assholes like this there i i will honestly boycott places like that i mean i mean i bought it i boycotted chick-fil-a up until a couple of months ago when they came out with their final with their you know okay well, yeah we don't we're not going to support that group
1: yeah anymore. well i mean okay, to be to be fair i mean slightly slightly fair They paid for a room and little America, grand America. They will they will rent their space to whoever pays them to do it.
6: Yeah, be sure to be so mercenary about the whole thing. Yeah, true. But mm, as a business, you should stand on some sort of scruples. And so they have they have
1: scruples. It's just happened. It just happens that those (laughs) have have dollar signs attached to them.
6: Yeah, that's true. Uh, again, I'm really starting to fucking hate capitalism. I'm really starting to hate it. <laughs> so anyway, this guy's name is uh, Alan Carlson. He's the founder of the World Congress of Families, and uh, he's talking about. Um... Anyway, you'll you'll get the gist here because he he's talking about how Obama really hates Russia because of this, that, or the other thing, not the fact that you know we did have a Cold War with them for, I don't know how many decades, uh, six five or something some insane amount like that because it was after world war ii so at least four for the 80s and i remember them doing that shit up until the 90s so five decades so 50 years of a cold war with uh with russia and now that putin's essentially installed himself as the person that's going to run russia for the next however fucking long he can keep killing people and paying people to stay in charge anyway here we go
4: family questions family issues
6: uh today
4: including uh same-sex marriage, abortion, uh, the retreat for marriage more broadly, uh, those have become international issues. It's a situation, a set of problems found around the globe. And even in third world countries, uh, they're facing an aggressive effort by the European Union and now the United States government uh, to abandon their attachment to traditional marriage, to, uh, to large families, and uh, to embrace what we call the Western sexual
6: revolution. What? If you've never tried butt sex, you really should try it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I mean, first the the myth of traditional marriage is is really funny. Yeah. And whose whose tradition are we going off of here?
6: Yeah, what which tradition are we talking about? Are we talking biblical or are we talking
1: Well, there's there's the biblical you can sell your daughters for goats, traditional marriage.
6: Um, hey, you know, if the guy rapes your daughter, <laughs> you can get the 50 shekels of silver to, you know, uh-huh. that's a restitution and marry her.
1: You yeah, know? well, there's and
6: Alan, we're not talking about anything that's not in the book. You know, we're, we're <laughs> me and Kyle are very adamant about studying this kind of thing. So <laughs> it's in there. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like when we have the people doing public prayer and everything. I can point to uh, what is it? Timothy six, five and six. You know, go read that one. Have fun with that one. <laughs> Is it Timothy or Matthew? Fuck, I can't remember. I can't remember. It's one- I've had a couple of drinks. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure on Bible stuff because, yeah. Anyway, so uh, Western sexual revolution hasn't it been grand? You know, I just watched um, Rocky Horror Picture Show again this weekend. So you know what? People need to have more sexual revolution in this country. You never know what you might like until you try it.
1: Well, what's he defining as Western? Because...
6: I think he's talking to anything Dr. Frankenfurter wants to do.
1: <laughs> well, because if we're talking Western as an American, we're really, really uptight.
6: Yeah, you remember how I said deleting browser history a few minutes ago? Yeah. Yeah. The only reason I have to do that is because we're an uptight nation.
0: You, you two are killing me here. <laughs> 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 and truthfully, if, if I don't... mean, truthfully, some of these clips you've, you've, you've played, even this last one, I don't have an issue with... What they're trying to—and I'm using air quotes. Hey, people, can you see my air quotes? What they're trying to promote, what they're trying to do. My issue that I have is with with how they're going about doing it, and with some of the things they're saying that just aren't lining up, aren't matching up. It's like I I just—I don't get it. This—I don't get. I I understand, like I said, I understand what they're trying to do, but it's you know, and and I'm religious. I am, and and you guys are. You know, you guys and I, but we all, we you have wouldn't different,
6: honestly, you wouldn't honestly go out and say, you know, gay people, I don't think you should be able to get married. Do you, I mean, you recognize that when someone loves someone, it's love, right? It's not a, you know, man I, and woman is the only way people should be married kind of thing.
0: I, I understand that and I recognize it. I do have a belief system. I stick, you know, that, that I, that I hold true to, do I believe that it's, that it's, it's, it's the proper way to go about things? no do i do but on the same token am i one of those that's going to go out there you know and and force you're, my beliefs yeah, you're and not process actively, on everybody no
6: you're not going to actively go out and say no you shouldn't do this you know and and even even though your church was has been caught with its pants down a number of times getting involved with this political process of trying to make sure people can't get married that are same sex. Well and and you, I'm th- saying you're specifically yourself not are not going to go out and go and like pick at somebody's wedding or you know say no. no that shouldn't be allowed. You may disagree with it, and I respect the fact that you may be able to disagree with it because that's what it is with the First Amendment. You have a right to this kind of thing. Right. But at the same time, when you bring it into the public square, I have a right to bring my shit to the public square, which exactly. is what we're doing
0: podcast lights here.
6: <laughs> you we can all agree to disagree as long as you fucking keep it to yourself,
0: right? Well, I mean, and, and, and my other thought process is, and it goes back to that old prayer thing too, is, is you, you have as much right to not want to believe in God and not pray as much as I have that right to pray. Do exactly. I need, to, not... do I need to force that on everybody? Do I need to require in a, in a public setting that everybody pray whether they believe it or not? No. Do I have a right in that public setting though when they say we're not going to pray? Do I have a right in that public setting to take a minute and say a prayer to myself or say a prayer or have that moment of silence while others who don't believe that don't want to? Absolutely, because we all have that opportunity.
6: Which is why I, when people have a moment of silence, I might give a quiet reflection on something. Exactly. But when it's it's an actual, you know, mandated by the government, we are going to have a Christian prayer at this event kind of thing. It makes me go, okay, well, what about the non-represented people in this community? What about the Hindus? What about the Sikhs? What about the the um the krishna collective people what about the scientologists what about the luciferians what about people like me that are members of the satanic temple you know right. am i going to be able to be represented or if i come up there and go our great lord satan which is all going to be just a tongue-in-cheek and everything especially with like pastafarians you know mm-hmm. we consider ourselves a honest to goodness religion but at the same time it's tongue-in-cheek guys we do it because we're pointing out the hypocrisy and the whole method of everything in this country. Anyway, we're off on a tangent. We're going to get back to Carlson here talking about why Obama hates Russia.
7: You know, when we would hear these uh, wild reports, and I'm, I'm confident you and I did interviews about this after the the UN conference on women, the Beijing conference, uh, Hillary Clinton's involvement in that. I remember, I'll never forget the tent on lesbian lovemaking, uh, the fact that the...
6: there was a tent of lesbian lovemaking. That sounds at the awesome. UN. Man, I've been a fly on the wall on that one. <laughs> Remember, deleted browser history. There were five
7: genders at the time. There were just five, you see. And at the time, we, it's so bizarre. You know, you think, this is so bizarre. It will never, nobody's ever going to listen to this. Did you ever dream, Alan, that it would become mainstream thought, not only in America, but also in Europe?
6: I have no problem with people having multiple, being pangender. I, I have no problem with it at all. Because, honestly, gender is not as fluid, just like sexuality is not as fluid as everybody might. I mean, not as static as everybody might think it to be.
1: Oh, right. I've, I've
6: had lots of genderqueer friends. I've had people that are transgender. I've had, I mean, it's its something that exists. And them saying that, no, we don't think it's right, doesn't change the fact that it does exist. But anyway, we're going to get back down another <laughs> rabbit hole. So,
4: Well, you could see it coming. Uh, it plays on human weaknesses. Uh, it tells people who've made bad choices that they made good choices uh, it tells people that they may have hurt their they they hurt their children with bad choices but no it's okay you're free you're uh, you're you're open so i always knew there was some very diabolical message that preyed on the human heart
6: is he talking about christianity because I think the central message there is like you—you you may have done bad things and hurt people in your life, but you're absolved of them in the final—in the all—in the, in the final outcome of it all. He's sounding a very,
1: very hypocritical here. Just a little bit. I mean, just. A, Sorry, my, just my a Siri little bit. picked up on that. Hopefully, nobody <laughs> else did. Wow, that was weird. <laughs> weird. Hey Siri, are they being hypocritical about that?
6: Hey Siri, are they being hypocritical about that?
1: Let's see. Interesting question. (laughs) (laughs) That's not an answer,
6: Siri. Ask her to open the pot bay doors next time. That's all. It's always fun. (laughs) She's like, oh, I've
2: never heard that one before.
6: (laughs) Anyway,
4: uh, we'll we'll finish this guy up. So I'm not surprised it's grown. What is the encouraging thing is that opposition has now risen up to it, uh, to this uh, this false message of human liberation. Uh, and that's what this event is about. Uh, it's just one example of hundreds of thousands
6: of, of events that are, that are happening and are, uh, I think are going to grow. And we have the finishing, the last quote of this When one. you
7: first started this, and I think we probably met back in 1997, I'm thinking that's probably when that all took place. What did you have in mind?
6: Hey, that's when The Fifth Element came out. That was a great year. (laughs) I love that movie. Sorry.
7: What did you hope to achieve?
6: Well, the first meeting was a very small,
4: had a small agenda. The first meeting was simply to uh, compare and contrast family troubles in Eastern Europe coming out of communism, Eastern Europe and Russia, and family troubles in Western Europe, the United States, and Canada. That was our, our, our main purpose, but it at that meeting, the first one in
6: Prague, the U.N. What about Uganda? Because you guys have gone there pretty extensively, too. We don't. Kenya. We don't
1: talk about what we did in Uganda. We don't talk about the gay,
6: kill the gay people. Let's not talk about that at all. Shh. Sh, sh, sh. No, even though we're up we're up for the U.N. talking to us about, you know, that's crimes against humanity, you know. Yeah. Or is that just Rick Wiles? I can't remember. <laughs> thing came
4: up for the first time and it was becoming quite clear we'd been involved in that a little bit we had a representative uh, at the beijing women's congress uh un congress 95 i believe that was and so we were getting involved but suddenly that was bursting out as a new era and a new agenda of, of family policy issues and it looked at the time you're
6: right as though the sexual left was going to uh, just that's a new term people i'm going to use that one i'm a member of the sexual left
1: <laughs> that sounds like an awesome
6: party, wow, I'm gonna put that on the bumper sticker God. on the car. yeah.
1: What does this guy think? Hello. What does this guy think that's going on here? really?
6: I don't know, but to me, he sounds a lot like a guy that's plugging his nose and talking deep falsetto like no falsetto's high. I can't remember what vibrato or whatever it is, yeah, yeah, I think uh, that sexual laugh he's almost like b word fat too, I bet. I'm gonna... <laughs> I did eat some more <laughs> butter for my noodles than he'd be so buttered bread.
1: It's
6: just you know, uh, just uh, I. I'm picturing uh, him as a fat motherfucker, but I know he's probably some skinny dude. You know, I. Uh, well, everything
1: he's everything he say everything he's saying here just it, it just it's full of buzzwords. It's full, and full of them, dripping and it, with everything. Just sounds like how dare anybody else try to to go after being happy or feeling fulfilled with themselves. If I can't be happy, no one else can. Yeah, man. I just want to strap this
6: guy into the throne at the pride parade and just make him sit there, (laughs) take it all in (laughs) all of it. (laughs) Do the whole eyes propped open, like on clockwork orange, (laughs) start playing Beethoven's fifth. Sorry, I'm getting nerdy again. Sweep away. (laughs) This is what happens when we don't have the female voice on the show. It gets really nerdy around here. So (laughs) hang on to the UN. They controlled the dominant countries. Um,
4: Actually, since that time, strange things have happened. Uh, Again, Eastern Europe has come back. Without anybody anticipating this, the the government of Russia has become a very strong pro family voice at the United Nations.
6: Um, While attacking and arresting and beating people that are gay, lesbian, transgender, bisexual, whatever of the spectrum that there is. It is bad over there if you are an out person.
1: Yeah, if you're if you're trying to, if you're holding up Russia as the example of No, look, these guys are doing it right.
6: Uh, these guys are profane.
1: No, you're I'm sorry. Wrong,
0: wrong, wrong, wrong 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 yeah again i'm (laughs) shaking my head and i'm not even seen on video shaking my head but i'm shaking my head and i'm and i'm christian and pro-family and pro all of this other crap too but i don't understand what does it
6: mean to be pro-family though i mean i I don't know
0: well and that's i'm using that phrase because
6: of what it said but it's like this guy is yeah
0: yeah i just don't understand why the whole bring Russia? Chris, I don't understand where you find half this stuff anyway, but <laughs> this, this, this guy makes my head hurt. I mean, and that's I why this
6: is everybody's favorite segment.
0: <laughs> I understand it's at a world family event, whatever the crap they're calling it, but why bring they're Russia a hate group, into it? They are why, as a hate uh, group
6: yeah. By the Southern poverty law center. They are a hate group.
0: Mm-hmm. But why bring, why bring Russia and family all together? It, it just, I think we made it clear at the beginning of this seg- this portion here that that, <laughs> that Russia is not a good example because Russia has issues that go beyond the Cold War. There's something of a concern right now, and it has nothing to do with family. I mean, come on.
6: Wow. You know, Russia may be a pretty fucking rocking place to live for most people. I mean, maybe we're just exaggerating the stuff that we've read and seen on other news items. Maybe there's just the tip. Maybe it's just like Canada with a different na- like language. I don't know. But.
0: Remember the delete I, browsing history you said earlier? Yeah,
2: I, I, yeah. All those
0: things you deleted out of the delete browsing history, like the Russian Bride website? I mean, I just, I don't know. <laughs> wow.
6: No, I've already been married. I don't know if I want to go. For
1: it. <laughs> yeah, no, everything, every, everything, everything I've ever heard from anybody who's ever even been to Russia or anybody who's lived in Russia is not good.
6: No, no, no. I, I talked about a couple, a number of episodes ago about the guy that was eating raw bacon because he didn't realize he needed to cook it by the name of Nikolai, who was like some <laughs> sort of major fucking smart guy, but ended up having to fucking weld basketball hoops here a lifetime.
0: You know? Well, I, I hate to say this, but Russia is, I mean, I wouldn't even call them third world, but seriously, they have never left the cold war era. They haven't left that, that era where it, it, it they're, there's so far one, one only needs to go back and
6: watch the footage for the, uh, the, the Olympic Games that happened there for the Winter Games. Uh, <laughs> the, the fact that we had a Winter Games in an area that doesn't normally get snow should have been a fucking precursor to realize how corrupt shit is over there. Yeah. Where was it? Soji? Was that what the name of it? Yeah, is? Soji. Yes. yes. Anyway, we, I, let's finish up this guy so we can move the fuck on. Uh, so
1: it's, it's an
5: astonishing development,
4: and one of the reasons that the um, Obama administration is so hostile to Russia today, I'm quite sure, it's, it's not just the Crimea. It's also the fact that Russia has become a, uh, a, a, a proponent, at least at the official level, of, of, of pro-family sentiments.
7: It is amazing, you know, and one of the strongest, and this is not, but one of the strongest supporters of Israel. It's just uh, the whole world, really, in our lifetime, has turned upside down. Don't you think, Alan?
6: It really has. I'll have to fact check that one because I don't think that Russia is very pro Israel.
1: No. No, not no. really. No. no. No,
6: they're not. I mean, they they may not they may be ambivalent towards the whole country and everything, but at the same time, I don't think they're like they're funneling money as much as America is into Israel.
3: They're
1: pretty ambivalent to everybody. Well,
6: you look at who they're currently supporting with the whole Syrian thing. And I mean, Syria has essentially become the staging grounds for world war three. And I'm not trying to like go off on this weird tangent, you know, conspiracy theory and everything like that. But you do have to realize that there's at least three or four factions in play in this tiny ass country in the middle East, which is like in the middle ground of all this other shit that could be happening. It's a very interesting thing. I mean, I hate to say that term, but it's, it's very interesting to see what's going on right now over in that country. Because I'm just an observer of history, and I don't really, I don't want us to see us go to war with fucking maybe. Russia
0: maybe this uh... is my ignorance, but Russia seems like this, this, this country or or location that just they they have no leg to stand on on their own, and so they'll jump on the big bo- boy's plate as to whoever's the aggressor and whoever's going to turn out. So no, they it, they it, they just have
6: a lot of they, they are any just like America when the Cold War happened. Two countries came out as major military-industrial complexes, us and Russia. That was the big fighting between the two of us. Right. I mean, besides the fact that, you know, we had different ideas, they had different ideas, kind of everything. Mm-hmm. But it turns out, you know, it comes to be military contractors, giant military budgets and everything, right. all the money being spent on weaponry, weaponry, kill, kill, kill. And, you know, we, we won out because we overspent these people. But at the same time, we spent ourselves into a fucking deficit. And Right bought our brought ourselves out of it gone back into it brought ourselves out of it you know th- whatever the fuck you want to say they're they're the second biggest military i believe out there like I, i'm speaking completely without googling all this <laughs> shit but and I'm, I'm just trying to say is that the when their um biggest buyers of weaponry are being threatened by outside forces and stuff it's primarily like syria Bashar al-Assad is spending a shitload of money to have, like, MiGs and Sukhoi, like, aircraft. And we don't have any contracts with Syria. And so when we find somebody that could be ousted, I mean, it it I mean, it I seems really cynical to be bringing it up as a military-industrial complex, you know, kind of like a uh, right. uh, conspiracy theory. But really... That's who fucking runs a lot of the government stuff. Is the people that make a shitload of money on government spending,
2: mm-hmm. uh, with especially
6: go. with military contracts. And so, all three of us have a have a very interesting mindset when it comes to that kind of thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, like I said, go back we, to the we fact have that probably
6: I... all spent time as contractors with any one of those yes, giant corporations.
0: So, well, and like I said, preface, I prefaced what I said with it might be ignorance. and Yeah, it is, but that's okay. Whatever. Oh, that's it's just... okay. We speak
6: from ignorance all the fucking time on the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's never stopped us before. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, I like I said, we have that one clip that we're going to play after the show in the little fun after show second here. But um, let's hear from Ray Comfort because we talked about Ken Ham last week.
1: Uh, do, but, uh, do we, we, we have haven't to, talked about his. Do we have to?
6: I think we have to the, okay. the Kiwi, the, the living waters th- Kiwi that is talking about. Uh, he wants to tell you how he wants to teach Christians how to sit next to gay people on airplanes, you know, <laughs> not just sit next to them. like you should. Any other fucking person on the planet, he's going to teach you how to sit next You're, to them.
0: You really you know? want to hurt my head
6: again, don't you? Oh, yes. I, I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying so hard. You're just getting all right. Were you there? We there. You weren't there. <laughs> Look at the banana. Not banana, banana. Uh, that's the forehead. That's face bombing. So hang on.
8: People say do a movie on homosexuality and I said I said, Absolutely not. I'm not going to do it. It's not gonna happen. This is about two years ago. I said the reason it's not gonna happen is number one, anybody who says anything about homosexuality nowadays is vilified on a pile of someone who's a racist
2: mm-hmm. and
6: Anybody? Uh,
0: <laughs> just the yeah. title of this. The title of this whole thing says it all, right there. I'm sorry. I don't even need to comment on this. Why do we, Why do we have to have somebody school us on how to sit next to people on an airplane? I really don't care who you are. I'll, exactly. I'll sit next to you, that's... and if you if you want to tell me about your life, whether I agree with your lifestyle or not, I'll listen to it and and entertain you. Big deal. See, Seriously. That's...
6: That's what's missing in this country, Alan. That's what's fucking missing. Is that most of us want to just live alongside each other and not give a shit about what the other person thinks, does, believes, whatever. But and the I'm... fact that other people need to ins- insert it into their life every day, cause government to insert it into life every day, and to think that they have to treat gay people that they're sitting next to on an airplane any differently than any other person in this country. You know, I I jokingly was talking about the Muslim people on the ship. How did I treat them? Just like any other fucking person in the world, you know, (laughs) like, hey, guys, how you doing? Even though I know culturally, the women shouldn't probably be talking to guys, strange guys walking down the hallway. I don't give a shit. I'm going to treat them like any other American person. Be like, hey, guys, how are you doing? You know? (laughs)
1: because that's what you do because that's just, what you do they're just you're they're people. people yeah yep it's uh it kills me how they uh you can't say anything about gay people without being vilified well, wouldn't it be wouldn't it be great to not have to worry yeah. about
6: it, any of this shit i mean it would be the only reason that i have to and well, alan i bring this up only because it's crazy that i have to bring up at work sometimes or in other locations that yes i'm an atheist because honestly it shouldn't fucking matter it really shouldn't it shouldn't matter that you're mormon it yes. shouldn't matter than atheist. it shouldn't matter at all because i mean honestly beside that one little thing that we disagree on we get along great we we talk what? for hours on time at end i mean you and kyle work nearby and you guys get along really well
5: Define get along.
0: Never mind. Just, no, yeah. I and I, I missed mean, you half have, what you, have you said been... because for some reason the call dropped. But I, I oh no, the, I'm, <laughs> it, the, the fact that I'm on this podcast, the fact that I'm on this podcast chit chatting with you guys, yeah, it, it, it it's, it says whatever happened to learning how to communicate with people. We learn to communicate. It doesn't matter whether you're black, you're white, you're gay, you're 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 not gay, you're 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 religious, you're not religious, you're atheist. You're, it doesn't matter. Why can't we learn to just communicate as a group? Can't we people? all just get along? Thank you. <laughs> you know what? Well, so well, so we, you get we... so you get drunk on a freaking ship. I don't care. Tell me the funny stories because <laughs> I'm going to laugh my butt off at them because I think they're funny.
6: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we
0: aim to entertain, maybe yeah, educate,
6: it, but it, entertain purposely. So,
0: you know, and, and you know what? I'm very good at sticking my foot in my mouth, and I'm not afraid to do it, and I make mistakes. <laughs> but in the end, it doesn't matter. It's like, you know what? don't I don't get offended, and if you learn how to not get offended and we can all just talk and just not care, then let's just do it. Okay,
6: let's wrap up Ray Cumfart here, um, and let's go to break here in a, qu- here, here in a minute. We're going to finish up, and then we'll get right back to it.
8: Mm -hmm. And let alone make a movie about it. I didn't want that. The second reason I didn't want to do it is because how do you make a movie about homosexuality and make it interesting? Uh, All you can really think of is a a documentary with so-called experts and uh, ex-homosexuals who are now Christians, married with three kids, and it's stereotypical. And who's going to watch that but The Choir? And so...
6: How do you make a movie about homosexuality and make it interesting?
1: I don't, uh, I don't know.
6: Silla Queen of the Desert. I don't
1: know, uh, Ang Lee. How do you do that?
6: Uh, to Wong Fu. Thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. I mean, these might be drag queen specific. Sorry. The Birdcage. Uh, <laughs> Birdcage, yeah. More drag queen stuff. Uh, there are hundreds of them.
1: Thousands of them. There really? are
6: thousands of them. I mean, you can go watch, uh, Jesus, what's the John Waters movie? Uh, Which one? With Divine. With Divine and She Eats the Dog Crap. And uh, uh, I don't remember. Peak yeah, Flamingos. There yes, you go. There you go go watch that movie kids it's a good movie (laughs) if you like b movies (laughs) john waters is the king of fucking B movies i love that guy but he's asking how do you make a movie about homosexuality people like a documentary about homosexuality interesting there's a lot of i mean a lot of fucking really interesting stories out there
1: there's a lot of them um fuck, i don't know. fuck
6: you Ray comfort for not thinking you can make an interesting movie about i don't it. know how oh ma- he's talking about from his bias
1: oh yeah here. well how, yeah. Ma- how many of them are extraordinarily interesting now <clears throat> how many of them how, many, the, how need- many of them are, are award-winning uh look at Dallas buyers uh, club Dallas i mean, Club. Uh,
6: philadelphia uh, imi- uh it's
1: imitation game Brokeback mountain uh,
6: oh, broke mountain still makes me cry that movie <laughs>
1: there there don't are
6: that movie is fucking heartbreaking i don't care who you are if you didn't watch it because you're like oh, i don't want to see no boy kissing in there that is honestly one of the best like not not romance movies but i want to say one of the best like um heartbreak movies that there is to to exist i mean when heath ledger's not heath ledger heath ledger died in it didn't he He was um no which one died in the middle of it It was it was heath ledger crying over the guy's shirt
1: yeah it was heath ledger and and uh jake uh
6: Jake Gyllenhaal, yep. yeah. Yep. Man, what a sad movie. God. Good soundtrack, too. But anyway, <laughs> Ray Comfort. fuck. Well, him. I
8: had some incidents happen in my life that changed my mind radically. One of them was, I was flying from Germany to London, sat next to a middle-aged gentleman. He said, how you doing? He says, good. I said, you got a family? He says, I have a
6: husband. It was like, oh. Why would... <sighs> uh-huh. When I'm on a flight with somebody and I, I really was on this recently, and I've, I've done it more often than I care to think about. When someone sits down to me next to me and there's a stranger, I'm like, hello, that's about it. <laughs> this if last on... trip on the way home, I had somebody sitting next to me that was drunk off their ass, and they were talking to me about stuff, and I'm like, I don't care to talk to you because you're not going to remember any of this.
0: <laughs> well, the last time I flew, I flew with my wife. And if it wasn't going to be my wife, whoever I flew with was going to have to get used to me probably sitting there and grabbing their leg or their hand and making sure they hold it for a while because I don't like flying. That's the only reason. <laughs> otherwise, but, other, but, otherwise it's but, like I, I'm going to be putting on my headphones and ignoring because I'm scared spitless about being in the air. So it well, doesn't exactly. matter.
6: <laughs> you're not going to you're not going to sit there on the flight and be like, have you had a chance to talk about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? You're not going to jump to that type of shit. You're not going to jump to do you have a family? No, that's not an <laughs> appropriate question to ask a stranger.
1: <laughs> well, that,
6: uh, well, that is just only, wrong then, on so many levels. Yeah, well, not hey, only that, but that's I a pretty stupid them, if, question.
1: If you really, if you really think about it, I might a ask a stupid question.
0: Well, I know, but uh, you look. I might look ask look them, but I might different. ask them because I genuinely want to know because I'm interested. But you know, whatever.
6: But but usually, first question would be like, "Hey, how's it going? Oh, good. Exactly. So, uh, are you from?" Blah, blah blah, where you're going to, or like, have you ever been to this place? You know, kind of thing. Or you might notice the ring on their finger. You'd be like, "Oh, so you're married." You know, you don't say, "Do you have a family?" That's like saying, "Like, can I fuck <laughs> your kids? Can I watch you guys shower?" You know, it's just it seems so inappropriate to me that that'd be like the line of questioning that you start yeah. off with. I always. But he I wants to like... teach you how to talk on the plane. Don't you understand that oh, he's yeah, trying man. to teach you that? I well, can only fucking imagine the amount of the conversations I would have with Ray Comfort on the oh airplane. God.
1: Well, and, here's and- for, for anybody who's about ready to fly. Here's a tip. As soon as the plane takes off, turn to the person next to you and no matter where you're going, say, so have you ever been to Detroit before? <laughs> <laughs> and, and see if panic sets in. Because everybody, as soon as the plane takes off in the back of your head is going, I hope I'm on the right flight. I hope I hope I'm going to the right place.
6: Well, see, and I'm I'm jumping to uber nerdy kind of shit. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to be in the same town that RoboCop's in. I don't want to deal with OSCP. don't want. Well,
0: to... I, I I Kyle will appreciate that. I, I, maybe I'll just ask him if they've ever been to Newark Airport.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so is this the first time you've gone to Newark?
0: <laughs> have you Have you ever been outside of uh, our current uh, our current time frame and world yet? You're about to. Another dimension. No,
6: I don't want to go to New Jersey. (laughs) Nobody wants to go to New Jersey, Chris Christie.
2: That's why we make
6: fun of you all the time. So anyway, do you have a family? And he finds out that the guy has a husband. And he's like, oh, well, I don't know how to respond to this because I'm a complete fucking tool. So here we go. Oh, where do I
8: go from here? Do I say, oh, that's nice. Tell me about him. What? And it was awkward. And, you know, I, st- I didn't stare out the window for an hour and a half, but we chatted and we became friends. But I imagine what it would be like for the average Christian who isn't kind of confrontational. And I realize there's a, a real need to show Christians how to relate to homosexuality because I, I've taught on it on a teaching called Hell's Best Kept Secret. For many years, the biblical way to witness to homosexuals. So we embarked upon this movie and we...
6: Ugh, to witness to homosexuals. God damn it. Ugh, that hurts my feelings so bad. Like uh well let me tell you about Jesus it's like uh i think the dude probably has heard about it before <laughs> i'm i'm sure that somebody living in western europe has heard about jesus at one point in their life
8: <sighs> you professional actors because i knew that 5 seconds of cheesy acting would sink the whole ship
5: there's a perception that may be out there in the culture which is really quite tragic that christians supposedly hate homosexuals
6: which wouldn't be unfounded because look at westboro baptist church look at people talking about leviticus 2013
1: it yeah that's not entirely that exists yeah that's not (laughs) an entirely unfounded perception
6: Uh. yeah i agree
1: I mean, and it's, um, it it would be it would be wrong to paint everybody with with the same brush, but um, it's it's not entirely yeah, it's not entirely it's, off it's base easy. to say that that big swaths of, of Christianity um, are openly
6: hostile. Honestly, what what is people's main problem with homosexuality? Is the fact that it's not biblical to them? They think it's against their everybody's religion that they're going to hell. We're trying to save you from hell. It's like okay, well if that didn't if you didn't have that, would you have a problem with it? Oh no, you guys can fuck as much as you want, fuck like rabbits. I don't care.
0: <laughs> but you know what is? It doesn't matter whether it's against the religion or not because the founding basic belief about Christianity, and and I'm gonna say this because Mormon, I am Christian founding belief of christian is that we love everyone so why Uh, we'll get to you in a minute why (laughs) you'll get to me in a minute what's that supposed to mean
6: yeah love everybody except those that leviticus says to hate on (laughs) but
0: that's
1: what i'm
6: saying gosh
0: (laughs)
1: seriously dirty dirty bacon eaters
0: that that's that's just that's just what i'm saying you brought up hypocrisy a few minutes ago and that's the that's the issue I have with it. It's like you dirty, you're, you're, be, eating motherfuckers. You're, being, you're being a hypocrite when you say you hate people who are gay and, and, and are against it, but then want to open. It's just it's, hip, it's hypocritical anyway. We love everybody. Know, what is wrong with loving everybody? Why can't well, we just get along? The problem
6: that we can't get along with a lot of and I'm not saying specifically you, Alan. I'm just saying Christians in general is that their book is contradictory. In almost every stance that it
0: takes, I won't disagree we'll, with that. We'll get to that. <laughs> I won't disagree it's with that.
8: Not true. It's uh, you know, I've often thought about the fact that it won't be long until pedophilia is uh, embraced by this world. we, we live in such moral relativism.
4: What? Boo! What? Fucking boo!
6: Yeah, he's equating homosexuality to pedophilia, which is the Typical bait and switch that the 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 evangelical Christian likes to do. Yeah,
1: we need a word for that because it's that's not going Godwin. That's
6: that's that that's going comfort. Yeah. That's, he, yeah. Po- he, he po- I'm going to give it to him. I'm going to give it straight to him. I'm going to that. That's going full Cameron. That's what it is. That's <laughs> going Ben Seaver. What well, is it? Ben or Mike? I can't remember. Wh- which one was he on Growing Pains? Was he Ben or Mike Seaver? I, I don't remember. I don't
1: I can't remember and I don't care to look it up.
6: You know, I watch Growing Pains way too fucking much. With Alan Thicke and Tracy Gold. Yeah. (laughs) Mom was hot on that show. (sighs) Man. But (laughs) I fucking hate it when people equate, you know, homosexuality, which is hopefully with people that are of consenting age. Which more than likely is probably this is the case. Yeah. But when pedophilia happens, it's people of non consenting age, which is the whole. Do you want some tea?
1: Oh, wait, you're too young to
6: drink tea. You can't have tea. There's yeah, there's
1: a big difference there.
6: Huge. It's like that's like having a kid showing up in like a a hookah bar. Like, no, no, you're not supposed to be in here. Get out. No, (laughs) no. Do we have hookah bars in Salt Lake anymore? Are they still allowed to be in existence, or did we phase
0: them
2: out?
0: Because the I, think there is, I think there is
2: there's, one.
1: There's, there's one or, it, there's one one or, or two that were able to argue their way through grandfather clauses.
6: <laughs> grandfather clause.
8: Well, it says, mild pedophil- uh, pedophilia is okay, and we have experts saying they're born like that. And the time will come when people who are so angry about uh, pedophilia now... Uh, Will be um, uh, vilified and looked on as hateful if they say, no, this is not right.
6: And what. OK, no, someone that might be. a This is the problem that Ray Comfort's facing here, and I keep interrupting him only because he's he's talking in such wrong fucking terms here. Someone can be a pedophile. And I don't give a shit about it. It could be a wrong thing for me. They could that could be their fetish. You know what? As long as they don't go looking for the kind of thing, as long as it's not exploiting children, as long as they're not looking at my kids with that kind of thing. and It's the whole not in my backyard kind of thing. Because honestly, what you are sexually attracted to has nothing to do with what you personally like to do. Like
2: mm-hmm.
6: and I might be going it's going a bit weird country here, but it's like what I like is because of stuff that happened when I was a kid, you know, stuff that stuff that's my kink is because of stuff that happened to me. Is I mean, not happened to me, that might sound kind of weird. <laughs> but what wow. uh, what worked for me as a kid, you know, like like the whole JC JCPenney catalogs and, you know, Sears catalogs, <laughs> and, you know, the occasional Fredericks of Hollywood seems like, ooh, underwear, fuck yeah, you know, kind of thing. But when it comes to, like, pedophilia, it might be because they have a lifelong attraction to Punky Brewster or something like that, that that's the only thing that works for them. And I don't give a shit what they do. As long as they don't manifest it in the real world, as long as they don't take advantage of other kids and as long as they don't, you know, you can't help what kink you have is what I'm trying to say.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and there are there, there are larger there are larger psychological disorders that yeah. that, that come into play there. Um, and it is it is a re, it is a real thing. And it is, I, I think, technically a mental a mental illness. Yeah, but there that... are a lot of mental illnesses, and as long as that mental illness is managed, treated, and doesn't harm anybody else,
6: if some you're dude okay. wants to link into a pile of like nine-year-old kids' Hanes underwear, I don't care.
1: Is it a little? It's, is you not? Is that a little creepy? Yeah, probably.
6: Well, it's this creepy, this yeah. conversation, guys, is getting extremely me?
0: disturbing. Yeah, well, it's gotten <laughs> fucking dark here. <laughs> You guys are yeah Chris, Chris, you're scaring me now, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not I'm afraid kidding. to go there, <laughs>
6: <laughs> but at the same time, I'm not gonna I'm not going to say like people that have this kind of thing going on should be immediately put to death, like a lot of people out there in this world would,
0: yeah, Ooh. no, they need help because but they don't need they to they need be put help to death.
6: because but it's not something they can help. it's not it's and I don't want to equivocate it with the, the whole LGBT community.
1: No, because those but at are the same very very
6: time, different things. things. It's very different. But at the same time, you can't help what you like. You can't help what you enjoy. You might have some had something happen to you. I mean, and God, I hate saying shit like this because it could be come back to bite me in the ass in the future. But something that somebody likes or whatever they're physically attracted to, sexually attracted to, whatever it is, is a manifestation of whatever is internally like either in their brain encoded in their dna even though they say there's no gay gene i don't give a shit what you guys say it it has it it can't be a it's not a nurture thing it's a nature thing
1: well there's there's a big difference between being something being genetic and something being you know uh,
2: yeah Uh,
1: yeah yeah there's no there's no gauging but it is i'm appalling i'm being
6: way too fucking apologetic to to, for (laughs) for this topic so we're gonna (laughs) (laughs) be Anyway, You've got to remember that as Christians,
8: we're like uh, police officers right in the middle of a crime area. And uh, criminals hate the police. They'll kill a police officer doesn't even know who he is. But because of the badge he wears, because he stands for righteousness.
6: And we... No, I think any criminal no. that's willing to kill a cop is, is turning whatever crime that they were doing into murder. And that's something that you don't normally see criminals doing. Maybe bad criminals, I would think, but you know you know, catching a, a robbery rap is a lot different from catching a murder one, you
8: know. Gonna be hated if we stand up and say, Look, pedophilia's wrong, homosexuality is wrong,
6: adultery, fornication, blasphemy's wrong. In fact Oh, blasphemy's wrong. Oh, so I'm a pedophile because I blaspheme.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm as bad did... as a pedophilia, can't you know? Wow, did did he just put Blasphemers in the same category as pedophiles.
6: I'm going re- to rewind it here. A second, really? so we can we can we can rehear this. Hang on a second. Here. Lust is wrong. Jesus
8: said, "If you lust, you commit adultery in your heart." But we've got to be
2: content.
8: Pedophilia is wrong. Homosexuality is wrong. Adultery, fornication, blasphemy is wrong. In fact, it gets worse than that. Lust is wrong. Jesus said
6: lust is wrong
1: fornication is wrong lust fornication did did he actually just say that lust is worse than pedophilia oh he said it's on par with pedophilia no i i think he said it was worse oh man this this guy's a fucking
6: wow don't watch any of his fucking movies because he quote mines and i my wife had somebody hand somebody handed her like at my kids dance thing one time like a dvd of the whole you know, how many aborted children and it equivocates to Nazi Germany killing all the Jews and everything. And it's just like, I'm like, somebody literally gave this to you. She's like, yeah. Uh, I'm like, why? I'm like, she's like, because I didn't say outright that I'm Christian. And I'm like, oh, well, yeah, I guess that'll do it. <laughs> he just paints a big target. I mean, she's not atheist like I am. I, I'm I'm fucking goose stepping. atheist. <laughs> <late. laughs> But I have a good time with it. That's the difference, though. And I, I really can't fucking stand to listen to Ray Comfort anymore. And I think that's all we have for this segment. And we've gone about 20 minutes over time. so I'm, we're going to take a quick little break and be right back. Hang on.
4: Do you keep your doubts about religion to yourself? Do you have questions about God that you never ask?
0: We have a better way. American Atheist offers a diverse community for people exploring reality, religion free. American Atheists is leading the charge for equality and the separation of religion and government. Join the most vibrant atheist community in the country. Your voice matters because equality matters.
6: And we're back. So um, this is our final segment for the show. And, of course, we're going to talk about the uh, Bremerton thing here in a minute. Me and Kyle will go into it because, unfortunately, Alan has to go in a minute. And I don't want to keep him longer than he has to be here because it's damn near midnight here in Utah. And with it being daylight savings time, everybody's clock is
1: way fucked up. I have no idea what time it is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) My clock is messed up on a regular basis anyway, so this doesn't really affect me much. It was
6: really like, uh, what is it? Uh, It it caused a lot of discord in my family tonight when the kids realized that the sun was going down at like 5 o'clock at night. (laughs) (laughs) What's wrong, Dad? Why is it doing this? Yeah, my kids said the same thing. So Alan, we know that you're a active member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints, and we we're going we're going to ask what you believe and why you believe, but I just want to get the checklist out of the way. Did you serve a two year mission anywhere? Yes I did. In New Jersey. Where did you go? New Jersey. Oh, okay. That makes a lot more sense now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. Anywhere
6: near Red Hook or <laughs>
0: Um. No, I was all over the place. I spent a lot of time in the city when I was out there. So, oh, okay. Jersey's like a second home to me, and and always will be.
6: So you and Kyle must talk all the time about the East Coast. Then.
2: We,
1: Actually, we've
0: we had our we, conversations about it. Yeah, it comes up.
2: It
1: usually, uh, usually once a month or so. So let's <laughs> see,
0: you are, you are a, every month,
6: 10% tithe paying, uh, are you like... um are you the kind are you are you the kind of LDS member that fasts and all that I mean are you 100% in
0: um interesting definition that, that I could an, give that, that to that that might be an unfair question to ask there well but, uh, it, it is because you know it, it, it's I'm I'm one of those who has my crutches you know it, it, it crutches if you will and I realize I'm talking to atheists and so it crutches <laughs> is is an all in kind of word because it's like there is no such thing as crutch I get that um but like you know, on on Sunday, you know, I have my my daily dose of Mountain Dew. I have to have, and so on Sunday, I'll I'll head to the gas station and, get, and go get me something to drink. You know, so it, it, <laughs> I mean, I have those types of things. Am I a hundred percent all in? Hey, I, hey,
6: there's a reason why like Swig and like all these other places are starting absolutely. to become. Absolutely giant places around here in the in the city and and this could be a whole different
0: i mean then that could be a whole different subject of the whole caffeine thing because it's not against the word of wisdom so just well yeah i
6: i I had that conversation on the vacation because the half the more than half the family we were traveling with are actual current mormons and everything and right uh one of the dads in the family was like let me have a sip of your poison talking to another one of the kids in the family and he was talking about a soda, and uh, and they kind of laughed when I'm like, "Hey, that's not against your word of wisdom. That's not against DNC." And they're like,
2: "Oh, oh, atheist knows
6: knows what he's talking about." God damn it!
0: <laughs> but I'm you like, know, this says
6: nothing about temperature.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Except in the end, hot. as as far as all in or not, I have I, I have a very a very strong basic belief of what of what we're part of and what we do, and 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 yes, I go to church regularly. I I actually teach. I actually am one of the teachers in in church for for the for the little kids. I teach the primary classes. So and and I enjoy it. I enjoy what I do. Kind of happy.
6: you're essentially you get a calling and whether you, I mean you don't get really get a choice of whether you want to or not, do you? No. I mean, they yeah, say do. you do Absolutely get you do get, do get a choice, but at the same time isn't it frowned upon?
0: Um yes and no. I mean, it, it, it let me put it to you this way. And I'm it, going to give this It's
6: socially it's 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 social um pressure that you get to do these things or not correct. I mean, I I think that, yes, you want to do them because you like kids and everything and you're, you're around them all the time and you see them in the church and everything. But at the same time, like you can't go, Oh, well, that's a lot more work than I really want to do. you know, because you,
0: well, can I, can I share an example? Let me share a quick example. So a couple years ago, it's actually been more like three years ago. A little background on me. I played piano when I was a kid, right? So I knew how to play piano. And a couple years ago, my bishop approached me and said, hey, we want you to play the piano in primary. I'm like, are you serious with me? I haven't touched a piano in 20 years. Why are you going to do this to me? And and I literally <laughs> said that to him, and I was uncomfortable <laughs> with it. You say socially acceptable whether to say yes or no. I very yeah. seriously considered saying no right then that I didn't want to do it. And I didn't say yes because of the social aspect. I did say yes more because of a personal uh, connection aspect of it, where I said, you know what, I can't say no. I can't say no. Well, but,
6: but the very the very definition of what they ask you guys to do by calling it a quote unquote calling, right? It it implies to me a lot more pressure than people want to lead on. You know, and
0: and I'll be fair, and I'm going to say this again. I know that we're in an in an, an atheist setting here, but the, the pressure for me, and this may not be true for everybody, but the pressure for me is. Knowing that when I'm saying no, I'm not saying no just to myself and to that person. I'm saying no to a higher exactly. power that I believe in. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and I honestly believe without with unequivocally that, that if I say no, that I'm saying no to, to someone who means a great deal to me. And and it has nothing to do with the social aspect. It has nothing to do with whether somebody else is going to look at me and go, "Oh, you said no. It has everything to do with me internally believing that I've just told somebody that I care a great deal about no and I can't do that that's what it has to do with. and night and See, and that's that's how, that's that's how I even stick with greater it. greater pressure I think than social pressure. It is that, that's it even is. higher. Mm-hmm. Absolutely it is.
6: Absolutely. And so I I feel a great bit of a great deal of regret. I mean, you may not do this because it's something you probably enjoy doing, but at the same time, the fact that you have to tussle with that internally it it makes me go, man, that's that's fucked up. I'm mean, sorry, not to mince words here, but the, we we don't we don't uh, stand on airs here. We we say what's on our mind. Right. But it's just like, man, the the make the fact that they make you have that inner turmoil on something like that and for them to know. I mean, and the, maybe see, maybe I'm being a bit more nefarious here than probably would be. But they know <laughs> that internally you're going to have that dialogue with yourself.
0: Well, and for me, and, and this is another way I put it to it. You know, everybody refers to him as God. For me, it's, it's much different and a much deeper connection for me. Okay. And, and I can use this as an example. We all grow up or, or many of us have grown up with a father figure. The last yeah. thing you, the last thing a lot of us wanted to do was ever disappoint our father. Am I right? I mean, there, there are a lot of us that believe that and, and had a difficult time that, you know, dad yeah.
2: you,
0: and not everybody. And I'm not, I'm saying this loosely because <laughs> not everybody agrees the same way as I do, but I'm just saying for me, it's that same kind of connection. For me, it's disappointing. It, it, it has nothing to do it, – it, it's hard to describe, and, and it's even more difficult for me to describe in a setting like this. Yeah. To, to, I can to, only
6: imagine, I, and I appreciate your candor in coming on the show and being willing to talk to us about this kind of
0: stuff. Right. And, but but now, you, now you understand what stands behind me and where my, what my belief system is. I mean it, it's, yeah. it, it's a personal relationship that I feel I have. And, and he's like a father to me and he is a father to me. And so it, that, that's where that relationship exists. But
6: that, that, and I, I jokingly saying this, but it seems a lot like the whole Nelson months way of having, you know, the father figure thing where he said he was going to go out to get a pack of smokes and some pop darts and he never came back. You know, it's like, <laughs> right. He, he's God damn it. I'm trying. I, I said to Felicia that I wouldn't put on the kid gloves, but I can't knock you down because I know you too well, and I can't be a dick about it because that's just not my style i I don't know i I've never had the personal connection with uh Jesus or God or anything like that. I mean, there was a time in my life when I was before I was in my twenties where like I was I was seriously doing the whole uh, uh Southern Baptist thing, thank you for letting me live another day, please let me live another kind of thing, you know because my God was a vengeful God, you know right. And so I, I never really developed that whole, you know, father figure thing. I was, it was more of a, yo, believe in me or I will fuck you up kind of God, you know? Right. Well, Well, and
0: and it's, and, and the thing is though, is you and I share similarities there because I'm on the other end of the spectrum looking at atheists going, you know, I have this personal relationship. I have this belief. I have this feeling. I have this, and I'm looking at it going. How can you not, you know, you're saying, how can I, and I'm thinking on the other reverse of the spectrum, how can I not, you know what I mean? But yet, but yet here we are, you do, I do. And yet here we are on an evil playing field, standing, sitting in front of a table with each other, you know, per, so a let's a proverbial go, let's table.
6: go Um, quick rapid fire question. Well, maybe not rapid fire, but, um, <laughs> okay. creationism. Yes or no? What's that? Creationism. Did, did God create everything? Yes did he do it in a short amount of time or a long time ago a long time ago
0: okay so and he used adam science a- to do it by the way just so i'm uh, just at- everybody's <laughs> adam and
6: eve <laughs> yes or no yes so you believe humanity descended from a one man one woman yes why do they have belly buttons in all their pictures
0: Oh, Chris! What am I going to do with
2: you? <laughs> <laughs> so this that's, was that's the to easiest be, question. This I was can think supposed of to Sorry.
0: be rapid fire. What are you throwing belly buttons into this for? <laughs> no, it's it's just funny. It's all it's all for fun. <laughs> all right, so I, I'm, when, I'm gonna, hold on, hold on I'm, enabled...
1: Wait, hold on. I'm going to I'm going to ask you the same. I'm going to ask you the same question that came up when when this conversation came up with with my kid, with with my oldest daughter. Okay. If it was one one man, one woman. And they only had sons. <laughs> Where did the rest of the people come from?
0: But they didn't. Mm.
6: They're not notated in the book, Thero, buddy. <laughs> there, there's no, there's
0: no <laughs> footnote about anybody else. Oh, boy. You guys and bringing logic into it. <laughs>
6: <laughs> well, if you're talking about the inerrant word of God that contradicts itself every other page... Especially when it comes to Cain and Abel, let's not forget Lilith, you know, <laughs> or, you know, Cain, uh, Cain and Abel going out into, well, maybe not Cain and Abel, but Cain going out into the world and, you know, there were people there and all of a sudden you have Noah. Right. Which brings me to the next section here. The the flood, true or false? Yes. Really? Yeah. Those are, there's no historical record of it at all, except for, and we've shown, man, that's interesting uh let's see keeping on going exodus uh were the jews captive in israel yes i mean not israel sorry egypt yes oh man damn it alan
2: (laughs) what do you want me to do (laughs) i I know but
6: you're you're saying yes to this stuff but it's like dude we've got books in history i mean and okay i haven't even gotten to the book of mormon yet so we're gonna get there in a second and we'll we'll make it quick because we'll get there relatively quickly um let's see we'll bypass the whole jesus thing except for the whole you know uh the disciples and all that fun shit um let's see let's jump into to book of mormon uh joseph Smith's seer stone you have a problem with the the church coming out and talking about that no even though they said that every word that was brought through the seer stone
0: was true and correct and yet they
6: found it necessary to annotate and correct those
0: what do you mean annotate and correct
6: they the first draft of the Book of Mormon does not reflect what the current Book of Mormon is.
0: They've fixed a few minor grammatical errors, but that's been about it. Mm, no, there's yeah, there's the...
1: there's there's more than than a few grammatical changes.
0: There aren't very many major errors. I'll tell you that right now. There aren't. Well, what about what about the first vision? Yes,
6: because in that it was. No, no, I'm saying in that it was originally one one Godhead. You know. And then it changed into God and Jesus.
0: No, it's always been God and Jesus.
2: It I don't always think had so,
6: but I'll look. I'll look into that because I'm. I'm not a hundred percent on my Book of Mormon stuff okay. because I was a Baptist. Kyle, you might have to field that one.
1: I. Uh, I yeah, I can't even remember that one. Those are those are <laughs> things that are so so foggy at this point. Um, what about the uh, when they when they released the the photos of that seer stone. When okay. they said that that was the same stone uh, that Joseph Smith had used earlier in his life to find buried treasure. Uh, that was the same stone he used to find buried treasure uh, where he was actually convicted of uh, committing fraud. That was the same I'm same stone not used.
0: sure of what story you speak of. Honestly, I'm so, really not.
1: Okay, so so prior prior to his uh, prior to his life uh, as a prophet, yeah, prior to his life as a prophet, he he wandered around his his community, uh, with with these seer stones and offered to, um, for for a fee find buried treasure, on other people's property.
0: No, I don't think so.
1: No, no, he did. It's, he he, it's, he was,
0: there's a court case, man. Yeah,
1: he, he was actually he was actually arrested and charged with. Uh, with with defrauding
0: people. Uh, so this was it. before this was before the first vision, then.
1: This was yes. this was before this was before that. Yes. Um, okay. And they, well, they have same stone. But. Mm. Well, I was just, in I'm the end. In,
0: in the that. end, in the end, for me, those stones don't mean anything more than what we've read. But it, it, it to me, uh, you know, it.
2: It might Mormon, be kind which... of
6: unfair because both of us are kind of tag team in kind of <laughs> you, you. You but are the, not it, a you are not a theologist. You no. are just a the, so But in the end, but,
0: the, but in the end, I look at it is this way. And, and that is my belief was that the, the Book of Mormon was was translated by the power of God. So whether it was by seer stones, by a pair of, uh, you know, paper thing glasses, by whatever it was, it doesn't matter to me because in the end, that's what it was. And that's what I have today. And I'm good with that.
6: One my my main problem with a lot of the the book of mormon is the fact that a lot of it is um lifted directly from the bible from the king james version of the bible there's a, there's like an a preponderance of stuff that can be listed as you know the whole it was this this line of this book was taken from here and placed there kind of thing but that's not that's not the main thing that i have an issue with the the problem that i have is richard dawkins problem with this is that it's a Book that was found in the 19th century, that was spoken as if it was a book that was translated in the 17th century from the King James version of the Bible.
1: That was supposedly written in what century?
6: I don't remember
0: exactly. Remember. It is. See, we're terrible atheists when it comes to numbers. <laughs> but it was, but it, but it was translated in the 17th century, so it was translated in the 1800s.
6: But. Why do why did the LDS Church or I don't know if it still does why do they use the King James version of the Bible which is shown to have massive amounts of errors in it translation because
0: errors? well and you it, and actually one of our articles of faith says there, there therein we believe the Bible to be the Word of God as far as it is translated correctly so the version we have. Is of the belief that it is oh so big book, multiple choice. There we so, go. It, right. it is the most. It is the most correct of the available Bibles that there are.
1: Okay, I'm, I'm glad you. Brought, I'm glad you brought that up because this is actually something that got me kicked out of church when I was a kid. Okay. <laughs> um. So the the question I had posed multiple times to to my what does
6: God need with the starship?
1: No. The the question I had posed to my to my uh, Sunday school teachers when this came up when they said so long as it's translated correctly. The question I had was, how can we know whether the Bible was translated correctly if we don't have the original text in the original language? Which,
6: again, We goes... don't have Aramaic. We don't have the original letters from Paul. I mean,
1: and that was, you look at the building... That was literally like all I asked. That was That was what I asked, and I was asked to leave the room.
6: You look at the building of the Bible, especially the Old Testament... About, you know, you have the multiple authors that Mm -hmm. wrote different sections of it, and it makes me wonder how a polytheist uh, Jewish sect of of religion, which became monotheist after time, which uh, descended into people – uh, creating what they call the um, what do they call them the, uh, the the what is it something the gospel according to whatever disciple mm-hmm. is writing writing it at the time, mm-hmm. which wasn't actually written by that disciple. It might they, they in one book they say that it was dictated by okay wonderful, but at the same time a lot of the the gospels that came after that were and are directly copied from that original one. I mean, when you look at when you look at old uh, old theology, it's 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 really fascinating stuff because we're trying to step. I mean, you don't see any uh, historical record of Jesus until like I think was 70 or 80 AD after the destruction of the temple in Jerusalem.
2: Mm,
1: Roughly, give or take. Yeah. Yeah,
6: Which which is fascinating to me because you, you would. Think that people, like the people, the dead people in the city, coming to life and uh, wandering the streets after his resurrection, would would cause crit- a little bit more of a stir than it really did. You would think, and and I don't mean to belittle your faith in, at all here.
0: Right? No, um, I understand.
6: But, <laughs> but, but to me, it it just seems like for something as miraculous and as amazing as that, that there was there would be more of a historical record for it because we don't really see. Um, anything of Jesus until, I mean, like any, anything near contemporary. And I, I can't remember what the guy's name is, but, um, damn it. Um, I have to Google it real quick. Anyway, Kyle fill in
1: <laughs> as far as, uh, translations go. Um, so what, it, what had brought, what had brought that up for me was the, when I, when I had realized that there were multiple translations of the Bible, right? Um, once I had realized there were multiple translations, uh, I had asked the question of why are one why are there multiple translations, and why do we use this one, and how do we know this is the right one? Um, and really, the the closest I ever got to an answer was well, you kind of have to pray about it. Right. But I mean, I I always felt that was kind of a cop out of an answer. Because I was also told on the same token that you had to pray correctly. Okay, y- so y-
6: we have we have Josephus who wrote mm-hmm. about Jesus during the first century, and then we have Tacitus which wrote in the second century, mm-hmm. right. which to me, okay, uh, anything from 001 to uh, 100 and then like 12 mm-hmm. months is considered first century, but it, I think it's around, uh, Josephus wrote about him in 90 to 90, 93 to 94 AD. Right. And which if he lived, if he works, lived, yeah. if he lived to wherever he lived, that was 60 years after the right. death of Jesus,
1: mm-hmm.
6: which is a
0: fucking eternity
2: yeah.
0: back then
1: <laughs> when yeah, uh,
0: 30 years
2: old.
0: Yeah. Again all of this goes back to like I said a minute ago with the article of faith and this is where a founding faith, faith you know founding belief really comes into play and that is that that yeah it, the bible has been through its translation murderous run if you will be and that's why we take on the book of mormon the way it is it becomes a companion scripture it's not a replacement nor is it nor is it you know in, in any way it's not a replacement but rather it's a companion scripture that that helps to to how do you how I I'm trying to use the right words so, here, but
6: ancient ancient tribe of Israel populated the Americas. Yeah. Even though there's no genetic evidence of that.
0: I would refute that, but yeah.
6: Okay. Um horses mentioned in the Book of Mormon. Horses weren't introduced into the Americas until the 14 or 1500s.
0: Yeah, I would still refute that too, because I mean
6: um, just as just e- as evidence much as... of iron, steel. Uh, and all sorts of other stuff that would require forges, foundries, and would be able to f- be found at stuff like Hill Kamora, where supposedly this battle happened. Right. Um. But I, but why, I... is, why? Why is there no um? Uh. What is it? art? Well, not architectural. one say it? it's um. Fucking, I forgot the word. Why is there no evidence of this stuff existing? Why? Why do we have no Archaeolo-
1: archaeological or archaeological anthropological evidence? evidence yeah. Yes.
0: Well, i don't know but i you know if you know if you want
6: to say that it's faith versus you know whatever that's fine because that's that's where atheists and theists have to disagree because we don't rely on faith we, we rely on skeptical we agreed. rely on evidence and our skepticism so
0: mm-hmm. agreed and that's and that's and that was the next step i was going to say is you know is is atheists and and non-theologians the- yeah. You said it, and I'm very horrible with my lingo here. <laughs> but but they'll they, you can spend all the world, all the way the things you want to do in, in trying to prove evidence wise that none of this existed or that any of this ever took place, and maybe not, maybe 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 not. Sometimes you're going to prove that, and it's true. But it, it comes But you can down see to, where
6: we're coming from in the same I, case. Ab- that absolutely, we have, a, we have a standard of evidence that right. is much more than a feeling. You know, we, we but, can't rely on just feelings or faith or, you know, right. having that burning in the bosom kind of thing that a lot of people talk about, you know. Agreed. We, we – I need somebody – I mean, even – and I I talked about the person in the family that I went on vacation with where I was talking about uh, theology and everything where they said, well, if they came out with tomorrow with evidence that God was a real person, would you, fa- would you worship him? And I said, absolutely not. And they're like, why not? I'm like, because he was a complete asshole for the first, like <laughs> – <laughs> for a good portion of our history as human beings and and, and if it, if it is a case where if you if you believe that um that the world and the universe and everything that was created took a long time to get to the point where it was do, do you have a problem with evolution
0: some aspects i do but most of it no i i believe that we are a, a, a that we do evolve it, it, it I, There are, like I said, there's some aspects of the theories of evolution that I just don't go with. No.
6: And see, that's where that's another disconnect that we have here because with human, with the human genome that we have here, we can show that we are part of Homo erectus, Neanderthal. We have those genetic markers within our history. When you look at ape DNA versus uh, human DNA, you can see the missing gene that we have, or the missing chromosome that we have between apes and humans that has a centromere and telomere, like, and it's connected all together. Like, you can actually see on the chromosome for humans where it would have been a split chromosome for apes. And so, so let me present. It,
0: so, so let me present this to you, and we could go all night like this, and I could yeah, have a yeah, black really going could. all night. We're, we're gonna, we're gonna call it quits here in a minute, but 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 let me present this to you. The, what if the thought here? is that God created the earth and used matter to create that earth scientifically. And that matter he may have gathered from different corners of the universe. And we don't know what that matter contained, whether it contained evidences of life from apes or of somewhere else to come to this earth to create. That sounds a
6: lot like to me where you have the scientific theory of panspermia where you have life coming from other places outside of the earth mm-hmm.
1: which, right. is, which is
6: this is the current prevailing method that people are thinking of if we if we can't find a way that's to that's one viable
1: hypothesis if we yeah. can't
6: if we can't um find the evidence for abiogenesis which we're
1: they're currently actually
6: really working really hard at that they're they're know?
1: they're actually really really close on that they've already they've they've already been able to synthetically but replicate I, I, RNA I,
6: I do agree with uh with the whole panspermia thing because you know something could be hitching a ride from another destroyed planet or you know some sort of uh giant asteroid could have hit Mars and sent a rock our way which could have had one surviving yeast on it and that one yeast if it came to this planet it had nothing to fight against it would fucking right. it would thrive you know right
0: and 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 <laughs> um, like I said, and like I said you know I mean yeah but the we... thing
6: is but but the problem I have there Alan is that when you have when you add, when you throw God into the mix, or you throw well, uh, whatever you want to say, some sort of higher power, it just complicates things. It makes it more complicated than it needs to be. When people talk about how um, if if God has always existed, and then I think about okay, well if the universe has always existed, why why complicate it more with a higher level being? Because w- that just makes it even harder. Because what created that person? Well, it always existed. Well, in the same breath, and it makes it a lot easier, why not say the universe has always existed?
0: You know what? I'll tell you, I get is just as mind blown. Because yeah. I'll <laughs> tell you, I'll, I will tell you, you know what? And this is where I try and just dumb it down back down for myself and go back to simplicity. <laughs> Even within the gospel, there is a form of simplicity. Because if I spent, and, and let me tell you, I have spent many times alone just thinking to myself, okay, so I have a Heavenly Father. So where did he come from? Who was his father? And how far back do we go? And what about this universe? It's totally mind blowing. And then I go and watch, you know, Men in Black. All right. So, yes, I just brought Men in Black into this subject. I'm just seeing <laughs> the mind blowing things are go- Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, man, yeah. I could sit and totally psych myself out with all this mind blowing crap or mind blowing stuff or mind blowing great stuff, whatever it is, and sit there yeah. and spend my life going, wow. And so sometimes I will do that. And then sometimes when I do it, I just take myself and slap myself in the face and say, dude, just dumb it back down. Get back to the simplicities that are in front of you and and know that everything's going to be just fine. And you know what? I have my I, I I have if 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 he really doesn't exist, then there's a whole lot of people myself included that are going to find that out at the end of this life. But I I like <laughs> I kind of like the idea of having a little bit of purpose to my life and believe that there's something out there ahead of me that, that 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 I'm gonna see at the end of my life. What is it? But
6: wouldn't you agree that there's a lot of people that are, are currently living a half life right now, thinking thinking that there is going to be something afterward that they could be spending living life now? Living living, living They're, they're not enjoying back. life yeah. to the fullest.
0: Yes and yes and no, because at the same token I look at myself going, I'm forty one right now. Okay, and so according to our mortality rate I'm pretty much, my, half my life's over.
2: Yeah. Well, well,
0: okay, half my life's over. Well, 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 hell, man, I'm going to die. In, half of, in In another 40 years, I'm going to die. And then I start thinking to myself, no, I'm not. I'm going to have some fun, man. I've got a whole life ahead of me. I might live centuries and don't even realize it. So why not enjoy what I have right now and enjoy it, fully enjoy it, knowing that I'm going to have an opportunity to enjoy something else down the road. So no, I'm not selling myself short. I'm enjoying every last bit of what I have right now, and believing well, you will, that
6: you you do agree that there are people, probably within your own ward, yes, that are currently living a hobbled life, thinking that there's something afterward. Yeah, yeah. Because there, I mean, like you said, you have your Sunday or your your Mountain Dew to get you by kind of thing,
0: and for atheists, we're just like <laughs> Mountain Dew. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you know. yes i realize how how funny that sounds but yes no you're right no 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 and
6: no, it's fine and, but at the same time we're like it, for a lot of us we're, i mean especially utah-based people where uh they live the word of wisdom and everything and they never have the strong beverage they never right. enjoy their coffee mm-hmm. They I never, never had oh
0: man i never had missed... oh. and, and, and let me just something tell that... you. And let me just yeah l- let me just tell you I am glad Since you don't that you know, think-
6: you don't, you don't, you're not, you do not you not you do not know what you're missing. And, and I have to say that because, as a representative of right. someone who does consume this stuff, it's like you are missing uh, and you don't, it's the guy that's standing in one aisle of a library thinking, wow, look at all these books when someone's going, yeah, but look how fucking huge this building is, you know? <laughs> yes and but, I, uh, and but on the, you know on the it. same token
0: on the same token I look at I, I look at, at, at you guys and I say you know what you're enjoying it and I think that's great but in those times when you're drunk and I'm not and I'm getting <laughs> and I get a chance to remember some of the fun things I did during those moments when you're drunk and the next morning I realize you're not gonna remember them I go hey, I dude so look like what you're missing out on bro <laughs> you're missing out on something because tomorrow you're not going to remember it and I'm gonna remember every last minute of it
6: you see what I'm saying? Yeah, but I got a thing called the knife nowadays. And that
1: kind <laughs> yeah, of you can. And re- so I, I love, I, I love to.
6: And also, I have not been that drunk in a really fucking long time.
1: <laughs> so I, I love to, I love to call back on on things that got me either kicked out of church or seminary class, right? But it, we were we were having one of these discussions. I believe it was in one of my one of my early seminary classes. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it was uh, they were bringing in the the word the word of wisdom and the the list of things that you're not allowed to do, right? And the list of things that they don't want you to do. <laughs> and I'm sitting here in the back of the class, like you do. And I I I had to ask. It's like okay, so this one this one person created everything, right? so he created all these things and then said but i don't want you to do those or take those or drink those or do these things well, then why did he make them
2: and i mean well, of, what, a lot what, of, what the, what of the if, problem what if have we, you know what
1: if you get to that point where he's like i made all these fun things for you guys to do why didn't you do them Like, like, yeah, if if there, if it's all, yeah, and, you know, I think this is me, like, at 13 years old going, like, look, if he gave us all these fun things, it's like, look, if he gave us these, you know, fun things attached to our bodies that are kind of fun to play with, <laughs> why would he be mad kind about of. us actually using them? <laughs>
6: Cause every sperm is sacred.
0: It's
2: like this, does, this doesn't make sense to me. Every sperm is
0: good. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> every sperm is needed. Look, don't sing that song. Look, if you're gonna sing a song, I already <laughs> mentioned a song um, off off uh, off topic earlier for your patreons. Why can't you just bring up Green Days all by myself? Okay, just just go there.
2: <laughs> no, it's all by myself. <laughs> I it's no like, one was looking. It was
1: I all by it. myself. <laughs> I always thought it was like giving your. It's like you give your kids, you give your kid fifty toys, and then tell him he can only play with ten of them.
2: But That's here, fucked up. And here, then he plays with the other ones. Let,
0: let me offer something to you, and 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 this can open a world. And like we just said, we could go on all night about this. But yeah. let me offer it to you: what if, what if he didn't create all of them? He created the things that are used to make them, but then man himself maybe put some of these things together and he allowed it to happen. Why? Because he allows, he allows, uh, you know, cause and effect. He allows us to create things. He allows us to do things. Why? Maybe for our own learning experience. I believe that wholeheartedly, but, but whether, whether or not that's, you know, something that that makes sense to everybody or not is different, but, but cause and effect, he allows things to Mm -hmm. take place. He allows things to be created, so that maybe he can use those as a teaching moments. Guess what? I do that with my kids. I do that oh, with yeah. my own kids. I'll let my kid burn themselves. Why? Because it's a perfect opportunity for me to stop and say, "Now you know what it's like. So you're not going to do that again, right? right?" Right, right,
1: right. But but do you then? Yeah, but do you then punish your kids it. for trying it? No, no, not. Well, I mean, no, yeah, know? that's that's where that's where I always got hung up. That's what I'm because you get
6: an infinite amount of punishment and this isn't the case for the LDS religion I realize that not, but not entirely, you get but an a infinite bit. yeah you get an infinite amount of a punishment which is you know burning in hell for all time and eternity this is me going on Southern Baptist kind of thing here you know <laughs> perishing in the lake of fire kind of thing because you don't believe in God a finite crime of something that I'm using my if if it's according to them, my God created brain that is used to reason using his laws and his reasons and logic and everything that I don't believe in the thing that I'm going to be sent to hell for believing it. It's like it for to me, the, it does not add up enough. And when it comes no, to I agree, when it comes to you guys talking about the stuff here. OK, if he is all powerful and all knowing, if he's omniscient, i omn- omnipresent. And um, what the hell is the other one? I, fr- I always forget. The third one is. But he is a guy that created evil. Why didn't he make a creation without evil, if that's the case? Why do wow. we have to toil? Why do we have to be in a, a failed world but in order see, to But see, if, I don't know
0: that I don't know that I believe he created evil though either, because I believe it that says evil, in the Bible. It but, says but in the no. Bible. But but I believe, and and we've already discussed our thoughts on the Bible, so let's not go. Okay. <laughs> um, but but when it comes down to it, I believe that God is held to a strict law himself, where there is there is a, a a law of opposition in all things. There is there is a good for a bad, there is a bad for a good, and when he created when he created life, he created life with the intent for agency. And for us to make, to to have the opportunity to make a choice. And because of that choice, we're gonna have to make a choice, both good and or bad. And, and he can't take away the, the, the negative aspect. He can't take away the bad. Why? Because we have to have that option to choose. So that we can know the difference between the good and the evil. And okay, so, I know, well, here's, and here's, I, here's I know my, I'm going, I'm theory. going off on a tangent no. and I promise oh, I would never me, do this. Me, so I'm not let me going ask, to. Let me ask so this one here, let
6: me ask <laughs> this one here in the great hereafter. Is there still free agency?
0: I believe that that, well, let's take free out of it because I, I that's a misconception. That's always said it's not free agency. It's okay, agency.
6: if there's still agency to make a choice between this, that or the other. Yeah. Is there still that in the afterlife?
0: Yes, I believe that.
6: So evil exists in the afterlife.
0: I don't know if I believe that, though. because but because, with, I, because without, evil,
2: without because being for a, example,
0: a for, for, because for that example, I go back to Satan. I believe that, 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 that the evil came about, the agency, the, the evil or Satan as we know it came about because of agency, because he made a okay, choice, so and that choice in, was wrong. In the
6: LDS, in the LDS religion, uh, Jesus and Lucifer are, the, are brothers, correct? Yes. Okay, so Elohim. Created Satan and Jesus,
0: but they yes. were his spirit children, correct? Right? But at the time he created them, Satan wasn't bad. It was a choice okay. he made. It was a choice but he made.
6: At the same time as as a father figure, can he not punish that person? Can he not punish that child? Can he not yes. do something? Which he as did. The he sent figure? him away. Okay, but at the same time, can't he? as a all powerful, I I just worry because there's this whole you know the omniscient omnipresent and omnibenevolent
0: there we go third one and again um, I see and again Chris I see where you're coming from I do yeah and, that, and that's and, and that's see, the it, difference you'll me, find between for, me and, and many others there's a lot of people are gonna say you know what dude I don't understand where you come no I get it and that's great where you you're coming I, from I would I appreciate
6: do. that answer I appreciate that answer more than anything as an atheist saying I don't know because that's what I like to fall back on when someone asks me go well where the universe come from you're like fuck I don't know <laughs> Well, and,
2: I can't and you wait know till what?
6: we find out, but you know. <laughs> Thank you. And I don't.
0: I don't know. I can't wait to find out. Let, I can't wait the... to live this life out and see what happens thereafter, but, but you know what? But my,
6: my problem though, Alan, is that instead of saying, I don't know, you're saying I don't know, but this says this is the most likely thing because this is what we believe. But at right. the same time, it's not, it's a it comes with a whole different set of rules and regula- regulations and everything, but it's saying that At one point, like, because you said that God created the universe, me saying, I don't know, isn't saying that I don't know, but maybe this happened. It's saying, I don't know. And until I come up with the proper evidence of it, but religion comes up with it saying, I don't know. But my book says God did it right. And that's that's the big disconnect between the two major camps of thinking there.
0: And I don't and I and 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 in the end. But but yours yours isn't so much as a, right. a evidence based on,
6: you know, uh empirical, quantitative and everything else. Yours is more of a feeling. Exactly. And I can't go off feelings. And I think Kyle's the same way.
0: We can't exactly. we can't work off of emotion. And there's and there's and I find no fault with that whatsoever. I don't. Yeah. I understand it. I, I do. do a, I understand it.
1: To, to do a quick callback to the agency thing. um, If we have if if. If God gave us that agency, why are there multiple instances of Him hitting the reset button, like with the, <laughs> the flood? Flood. Yeah. <laughs> why? Why did He say, "Okay"? Oh no, well, shit! Well, this well,
0: isn't
6: turning star- out the way. Yeah, we're
1: starting you. over.
0: Fuck these people. He killed reset. He, and and you he know what? Everybody. I, and I don't. I don't know the answer to that either. There are things I just don't know the answer to, and maybe someday I'm gonna find those out, but I don't know. I, that one I
1: never don't
0: made know. sense to me. Huh?
1: That one just never made sense to me. Why why yeah. did he why did he find it necessary to kill all those children?
0: My my thing in the end is, if for me too, is if I spend too much trying too much <laughs> time trying to disprove it or too much time trying to understand why this and why that, then I forget about one thing and it goes back to one thing you said, Chris. If I do all of my life doing that, then I spend I, I, I miss out on living why do I need to worry about some of those trivial matters when I can live my life (coughs) as is and keep going?
6: Well, and, and this is the last I'm going to say about it. But when you start thinking about the whys and the how comes and the stuff that me and Kyle are talking about here, Mm -hmm. where we go, you know, why was there a giant giant reset button? Why is there no archeological evidence for this stuff? Why is there not this? Why is there not that? It, Poked enough pinholes into whatever faith or belief that we had at the time where we're like, you know, this isn't a I don't think this is a good way of spending my life wondering about, Mm -hmm. you know, this stuff that I have no proof for. People may believe it. That's great and everything. But at the same time, I'm going to choose to not to live my life by any any set of rules that is handed down patriarchally or, you know, from any any place on high. I'm going to live life by evidence, by science, by, you know,
0: being a skeptic. And, and you're still a damn good dude regardless.
6: Oh, and I agree. <laughs> and it's same same to you as someone that's a theist. But at the same time, it's like when I don't know how more people and I'm not saying this uh, belittling or anything like that, because I understand you've been brought up LDS your whole life. You did the whole mission thing. You've done temple work. I'm sure you've done the whole gamut of everything. I have. And so you're you're in and you're invested. I get it. I really do get it. But at the same time there's enough stuff that just pokes and pokes and pokes and pokes enough. I just wonder when when people just shirk it off and go, "Eh, I don't know." That that's makes me that makes me go, "No, keep qu- question things. Keep questioning things. But the, the, that they might attribute that themselves to the whole, you know, the great um that great adversary saying oh yeah poke it poke holes in your stuff but i i just i don't know i have a i have a hard time with people not being able to uh as i see it be honest with themselves when it comes to stuff i mean when i don't know i don't uh put up a band-aid and i i don't mean to hate being mean to you but this is an atheist show put up a band-aid of faith saying well, it's just something I feel deep down inside, and it's something that you won't believe. And it's 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 a faith it's a faith thing to me. It's an, it's something that I can't explain to you. I don't like band aids. I like ripping off band aids. I like right. being able to to go. You know what? I don't need this crutch there. Right. I put it aside. I like I put I put aside I put aside all of my Christian upbringing. Unfortunately, it still affects me a lot of ways, <laughs> but right. But I put a lot of it aside, and I go, you know what? I I believe that, I, and that's a that's a the key word there, I believe, I am living a more full life
0: without religion. Right. Well, and, and, so, and like you said, it goes back to a feelings based thing. It really does. Exactly. And 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 and, and 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 when, when it comes when strip, down,
6: when you strip all the covers off of everything, either one of us have talked about here, it comes down to a ultimate. I believe in empiricism. You believe in faith. That's exactly. that's the biggest
0: thing there. And exactly. So, except mine has evidence. Oh, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what i knew there was a last word coming in here from you
2: <laughs> you so, know
0: this Oaks. is why i, I, I love both of you can i just tell you that that's why i love both of you because you guys like to stick in those last words for the hell of it and it's funny so. you say
1: say whatever you want we have a fossil
0: record
6: oh stop it
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: yeah we've got we've got dna oh god <laughs>
6: Sorry, messing with you. So, Dallin Oaks is talking about um, uh, Kim Davis, a uh, uh, good little Kim Davis here. Uh, so he's saying that uh, public officials are not free to apply personal convictions, religious or other, in the place of defined responsibilities of their public offices. So everybody, golf class for that. Yay, that makes sense to us. That's what everybody else has been saying. Right. So, uh, Davis's attorney, Matt Staver, fired back at Oaks, um, and he said in a statement to the Associated Press that any attempt to punish a person for the exercise of conscience is sinful. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't think our court systems worked off of sin. Yeah, <laughs> not quite. No. No, you know, jurisprudence doesn't have a fuck all to do with like whether this is good or bad. I mean, wait, not good or bad, but, um, uh, sinful or not sinful. That's a better term there. Uh, and then so. Kim Davis has the right to uh, represent her county as an elected official without violating her deeply held religious convictions. No. No, <laughs> <laughs> no and even <laughs> Dallin Oaks is saying no. Yep, and he's and he's
0: one hundred percent right too.
6: So, so uh, Staver continues with all of uh, of all religious denominations in the Mormon. Uh, wait, sorry, comma there of all religious denominations, comma the Mormon Church should understand the importance of protecting religious freedom. How sad the church officials have forgotten their history and the importance of protecting con- conscientious conscientious objectors.
0: No, and so that, that's just mm-hmm. a. No, this this goes back to an even bigger belief when it comes to the to the LDS Church, and that is we believe in sus- uh, sustaining and upholding the law of the land, and when the law of the land has made a decision, you stand by it. Sorry, I, I I I don't understand this other guy. I just don't. I, and, I you know just... what I
6: don't even. I don't even blame the Mormon church for a lot of the wacky laws that we have here regarding drinking and everything. That's, that's not, I mean, there's not that many people that are being, um, uh, was it lobbied by the LDS church? It's not that big of a lobby. I've, I, I've read up on this kind of thing, but what the problem is is that you have people of the faith within the government that are trying to put the, the white badge of courage on their chest. Like, look at me. I'm saying no, you know, instead of representing their constituency they're representing their faith right. it has nothing to do with the lobbyists for the church it has to do with the fact that they think that's what the church wants mm-hmm. so right. and so anyway it keeps going on uh conscientious objection and religious exemptions are part of our country's heritage said uh, greg johnson chairman of standing together a consortium of utah's evangelical christian churches we have those here a few a few yes it's like right, right behind the donut place that I'm doing the show from. They actually have a like a, a church that's in the strip mall. There makes me laugh. <laughs> uh, so, when fighting in wars or endorsing or particip- participating in marriage, uh, you think does not honor God's design for marriage. Such people have to be accommodated. Not if you're a public official.
1: No. And
0: when well, the law really... has made a decision, you're, uh... you're required up. Hold it. Sorry, you. you and, uphold and if the you. Law.
1: And if you don't feel like you can uphold that law, you quit. should quit resign. Quit the job.
0: Yep. Walk mm-hmm. away. Yep. That, 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 mm-hmm. I completely so, agree.
6: And to finish it up here, Oak says, first, parties with different views on the relationship between the church and state should advocate and act with civility. We lose all We – I'm sorry. We all lose when an atmosphere of anger or hostility or contention prevails. Said the guy that pushed for Prop (laughs) Eight. We all lose when we cannot debate public policies without resorting to boycotts, firings, or intimidation of our adversaries. Anyway, so yeah, we just wanted to bring up that last little topic there. It's like it's very rare for me to agree with someone like Dallin Oaks, but at the same time, um, for me, he's a lot like the PR Pope. Uh, He says maybe he might be firing every like a five percent accuracy rate. I mean, so when he hits a target and it's good, and everybody's like, "Oh, you should applaud! You should applaud for the guy!" Like, mm, no, because I don't agree with everything the guy says. And I mean, rarely in this world do you agree with with like a hundred percent of what everybody has to say. But when your accuracy rate is like five percent, I don't think I should have to applaud you because, like, yeah, you're saying what you know normal people would say. Well, I mean, I shouldn't say normal people. I should say, um, uh. Socially
0: acceptable, fuck, I can't think of a good term for you it. Can t- you can say normal if you want to because you know what? I'm not normal and I'm damn proud of it, so there. <laughs> well, and we all know
6: that if you get into the quorum, uh, especially in the apostleship like he is, you're not a normal person
0: anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. We, I'm surprised I, I, they don't call I prefer, it. I prefer, I prefer the word peculiar. I'm peculiar, okay? Just don't. no <laughs> You don't want to say oddball. <laughs> all right. I'm good with that too. I'm an oddball. Fine.
6: And I realize that we have gone over on our time here. We have not had a chance to get into the Bremerton thing. So maybe Kyle and I will talk about that in the after show, along with the one thing that we need to bring up here in a second. the, the one video clip that I've been resigning for everybody. And I'll tell you right now, it's Pat
0: Robertson. Okay. <laughs> oh, all right. And on that note, then that's and might be that where note, I walk away. It's Pat Robertson. Off? No, yeah. thank you. <laughs>
6: <laughs> yeah, we are going to, in this episode, thank you guys for joining us tonight. Um, like I said at the top of the show, come check us out. Uh, podhell.com. UO at Podhell.com for email. three four seven six six nine three three seven seven. 669 YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Just about everywhere you can think of. Utah Outcast. Just search for it on there. Uh, we have Patreon, Utah Outcast. Cafe Press, Utah Outcast. Everywhere. Same thing across the board. Try to make it, make it as easy as you possibly can. Anyway, we're going to catch you Patreons here in the after show, and until then... You guys have a good week, and you're welcome.
1: And thanks for joining us, Alan.
0: Of yeah, course. thanks, Alan. Appreciate it. It, w- it was my pleasure, and I'm glad you guys had me on. And I think so. somebody needs to finish it with a we. A <laughs> no, bon-wee. but seriously, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. I, 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 You know how much I respect I have for the both of you, so I don't mind talking about it. I was actually very nervous about this, and Kyle knows <laughs> and- this because I talked to him.
6: So <laughs> We'll catch you guys here in a second with the After Show. And before we call it quits here, I have to give a special thanks to Robert and Lee for being the patrons of this episode. We love you guys so very fucking much. You guys have no idea what your guys, what your support and contributions mean to us. Thank you so much. And if you want to join them, why don't you go ahead and go to the Patreon page, patreon.com slash Utah Outcasts, and donate even a buck. It'd be great. Anyway, that's it for us. Have a good week.
0: Gonna do to me tonight? Oh boy! We'll find out <laughs> here in a minute. We'll
1: <laughs> we'll make you
0: be an asshole here, but now whatever <laughs> you'll find that you'll find that I I don't get offended and I don't hate. And by the end of it, hey, it's all good when it's over and done with. Can we move on?
6: It's entertainment.
1: We'll remind yes. you in an hour or so that you said you wouldn't get offended.
7: I'll only be a minute. Come in with me.
3: What is HomeSense, anyway?
7: Look, outdoor
4: furniture is in. Hey, that's a great brand. And it's a six-piece set. Check out this price. Are you sure that's not just the table? No chairs,
1: too. Is this an outdoor rug? It is. It's nicer than our indoor rug. Outdoor ottomans, planters, patio umbrellas. Are you seeing these prices?
4: You save a lot at
1: HomeSense. This is the year we love our backyard. Can I say something? Yes. I'll get the truck. And
2: that is why I love you.
1: Save on outdoor like never before at HomeSense. Discover a store near you at HomeSense.com.